0: 9.2 million alliance helps. So, <laughs> yeah, whoopsie. Whoopsie. You got busted.
1: You got busted. You got busted.
0: Shame on you. You're busted. To the stage of Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome you in here today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to be a fun one. As a matter of fact, we have actually got a special guest showing up here today. Yes, we do. And uh, on top of that, we've got some other news to provide to you, including some other cool, fun announcement-style stuff. All kinds of good stuff coming up. Plus, we're going to be teaching you tonight. Y'all get ready. Get your notepads and your pens. We're going to be dropping some some knowledge bombs on you. Who is here to get their learn on? Let's find out with the Talking Track server sound off you guys. Yo, hit it. What's up? Seven of nine on server 146. Thank you for being here. Ivanovano 136. Also. Alex on 136. Dirty Bird Bill on the incredible server 15. Thank you, Tagora on 40. Indy Dandy on 31. Stratilorian on server 9. Meows on 27. Thank you, Virtual Army on 135. Big Tree. joining us from server 15. Deckix joining us from the European servers. Somewhere hiding out incognito as is Criminal Ripper. I don't think anybody actually knows where you are either, Rip, right? Like, you're still a mystery on your server, right? Nobody knows? Who you actually it's are nice know doing. there you go flying under the radar velvet thunder on 137 thank you commander taylor on the sarcophagus server 192 raging ginger on server 31 Tavi on 20 lord farquad on 146 vegas greetings from the rear pool deck of the carnival miracle cruise ship what vegas that's awesome man i want to do listen i want to do a broadcast from a cruise ship Let's see if we can get somebody to sponsor that big country. Talking Trek, live on location. <laughs> That'd be fun. Jerry Ryan on 146. Thank you. Amal on 168. Jazzmeister, 167. The agent on server 14. Subcommander on 32. I Baglin also on 32. Molly Weasley. Server 21. Lee Blackwell on server 167. Thank you, Fire Force. Server 26 in Hizzy gerbil. You want to stop? Hi, how are you? Hey, Raj Al on server 138. Divine on 164. Major Tom on 142. Katak. Catastrophe, ooh, I like your name. Server 36, thank you. DeHaggis on 16, Captain James T. Kirk on Server 9, Resurrection Hunter on 28, uh, 28. Tax Exempts on 29, Yusuki on 44, Goob Cutis on 36, uh, Tosh on 169, and 87 additional messages. Thank you very much for being here. Only 87, though, Rip. I would imagine that this, 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 this early-style show might be impacting a player or two and their ability to be here as a matter of fact uh Bubba what? Joe Bubba Joe says that he's going to be about an hour coming here big country I I kind of sprung it on you just a little bit too I didn't tell you showtime ahead of time my my apologies uh are we cutting into your work day or were you able to you know blitz out of there and be like yo got got things to do <laughs> Got a yeah, show. I was able to
2: dip out a little bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go. Appreciate so. that. Well, on the other hand, our European neighbors are very much enjoying the showtime here today. That's right. Captain Planet says 8 o'clock in the European servers. Not bad. We've got from our European uh, servers, uh, we've got uh, Lost and Found is with us. Criminal Ripper is here. V Ready uh, and Steven's Aaron on the APAC servers. And uh, let's see. Steven's Aaron, it is, if I'm doing my math right. 6 a.m. for you. V ready. Also, 6 a.m. 12. No, 12:45. 12. 45 12 45. Oh, you're only six hours. Okay. Wait, no, 12:45 p.m. No, I'm nine hours. 10 from hours.
2: East coast. I'm nine and a half hours or ten and a half hours from East coast. Depending oh, that's right. Day you're
0: day one day. of those half hour weird things. You got a 30 minute differential. That's so weird. There are a lot of them. That's so weird. I know. Some people have a thirty minute thing. It's weird. I, I I don't think you could say V ready that a lot of players have a thirty minute differential.
2: I don't know that there's you know, a lot, lot of, that <laughs> a lot of time zones which have the 50s, just that they might not be players from that but those particular uh countries that are on right now or on the game.
0: Yeah, well, obviously it would be it's the middle of the day then. So you're saying twelve forty five PM your time. Is that what you're saying? No, A.M. A.m. It's the middle of the night. Oh, so six. So you're six and a half hours. That's just, I'm. I'm never going to remember that. V. Ready?
2: Not at all. I'm going to remember. It was, and a half. it was from East Coast, <laughs> depending on daylight saving. Not
0: six and a half. Oh, my God. I can't do it. I can't do it in my head, Ripper. Yeah, it escapes me. Uh, DJ Gar says Amazon's never worked for you. No, no. There's. I'm, listen, you guys should be grateful that I actually am able to convert just to UTC for the Showtime announcement. Like anything beyond that is asking way too much of me. I mean, as good as I can be with math, Ripper, this one just escapes me. I don't know, I can't handle it. I just can't, I can't do it. Uh, DJ Gur says, all of India, DJs, it's kind of a lot of people. So all of
2: Ind- is it all of
0: India V-Ready has a 30 minute differential?
2: Mm. Yeah, all of India is the same time zone. All of India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. I mean, it's part of Pakistan, Bangladesh. Oh, all of us, oh, Sri Lanka, Maldives. <laughs> all of the Maldives in different time zone. The that is culturally China's single time zone. <laughs> that is culturally insensitive.
0: The uh, Haggis say? says DJ is proving that not all Asians are good at math. It's, it's kind of a that's a true statement. That's a true statement. I mean, I'm Asian, okay? And and listen, I would actually argue that I'm I'm decent at math. I'm actually pretty good at math. But time, it's the time. Maybe, I don't know. I can't. I mean, it's just math, DJ. Come on. Alright, thanks. For that. Yeah, it's just minus blossom. Come on. Yeah, you know no. what? Let's move on to something that makes me feel smarter. No. All right, let's go to the <laughs> no. yes.
1: Let's move to something that think, makes me I feel don't smarter. Think stupid,
0: news helps. The stupid news doesn't help. <laughs> stupid news makes me feel smarter, okay? Look at Truck and Chick's watch. Oh my god, what is that? Oh see, I'm out on that. I could not I could not focus.
3: That's actually sick.
0: Ripper likes that I could not handle that. That's actually incredible. That looks like an Apple smartwatch, right? But look at all that information
2: Just go to world clock in in your iPhone and you can just add whatever country you want and just be easy
0: Well, that would require me to go into my phone and I can't just do it off the top of my head I'm trying to be inclusive of all time zones is what I'm trying but clearly not working uh yeah or that's right wilkins i'm with you he said or just ask be ready what time it is i'm i can do that all right guys let's ch- <laughs> let's check in with your stupid news headlines see what's going on across the world starting here in the united states press secretary jen Psaki was non-committal when a reporter asked if president biden would support a presidential bid by kamala harris down the road big country uh he didn't have much to say mainly probably because at this point, Biden doesn't even know who Kamala is. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, down in Florida, uh, over here on the East Coast, a Florida man was arrested for accidentally setting his house, uh, his mom's house. He was arrested for setting his mom's house on fire while reportedly, and I totally get this, Stevens Aaron, trying to clear cobwebs with a blowtorch. <laughs> I get that. Okay? Like... I'm I get that. I see it. I just thought about it. I see a nest of spiders. We talked about it when this Scaly is the way. We talked yeah. about it when Scaly was here. We were talking about the millions of crabs that were floating through Australia right now. Listen, if I saw any creature, any multi-legged creature just run somewhere by the millions, alright, I'm gonna do everything I can to, to to snuff the life out of that. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Uh, trying to clear cobwebs with a blowtorch. He does admit his fault and promises next time he'll use something more practical, like a bulldozer or thermite grenades. Okay, yes, I'm with this cat, okay? I'm with this guy. China is in the news today and has confirmed nearly 1,500 university students to their dormitories and hotels following an outbreak of COVID-19 in the northeastern city of Dalian. Although uh, you, you put a bunch of college kids in dorm and hotel rooms, chances are they're gonna catch something probably way scarier than COVID. It's just, I'm just, going out on a limb saying that's possible. Uh, also, how about this? A brothel in Austria. Do we have any Austria players here? We don't get to do Austria news very often, V-Ready. But this is exciting, I think. In Austria, there's a brothel and uh, they have decided to do their part to motivate <laughs> Austrian citizens to to get the COVID-19 vaccine, all right? A brothel in Austria is giving customers a free session with an adult entertainment worker in exchange for taking the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> I love this. Be ready. Listen, I don't care. I don't care if you agree with it. I you need dis- that free sandwich. You agree, you disagree, you don't like the mandate, you do like the mandate, I don't care. You get a free session with an adult entertainment worker just for taking your <laughs> vaccine, I, I think I'd sign up for that. Pos- no, of course I would not. Of course I wouldn't. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, if you ready, this is actually having the opposite effect of its, in, uh, of its intent, because now every man in the country is burning his vaccination card so he can go back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dear God. God bless Austria. DJ, remember... Hey, our shop may last 2 minutes for syphilis velocity like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this is this is an actual legitimate business. Surely they got protocols in place, right? Everything's nice and safe, I would imagine. I don't know. I've never been to a brothel. Is it a dirty place or is it like an actual business? I would imagine that they're like legitimate. As long as you got a mask on, you're good. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's all you need is just a just a mask. Cell phone video shows <laughs> I, can't, I can't even move on. Cell phone video shows a woman trespassing in the lion's den of the Bronx Zoo in New York City. In her defense, though, uh, big, the zoo's lion's den is probably the safest place to be in the Bronx uh, at this time. Dave Chappelle also in the news. Uh, And uh, his alma mater, his Washington, D.C. high school is in the news, delaying a fundraiser event that the funny man was supposed to attend after students threatened to walk out over the controversial special that mocked transgender people. Duke Ellington School of the Arts initially said it would cancel the November 23rd fundraiser due to student backlash, but after media scrutiny, the school said it would instead delay the event until April 22nd, the 22nd. Dave is known for his stoner comedy classic Half Baked, so I kind of feel like they missed an opportunity here to host it on 420 instead. That's my personal opinion. Duke Ellington School of the Arts, you missed one right there, okay? You missed one. On Sunday, Adele uh, orchestrated a surprise marriage proposal, Criminal Ripper. This was actually really cool. I know you're not much into romance, but uh, Adele orchestrated a surprise marriage proposal on stage during her concert in Los Angeles. The couple said it was the most romantic experience of their lives until Adele spent the next two hours thinking about being cheated on and broken up with. Kind of lost the effect there. Uh, lastly, Big Country, Green Bay Packers are in the news, uh, selling stock in the team for the sixth time in the franchise's history. In fact, if you buy more than 100 shares, you're going to get a free vial of Aaron Rodgers' COVID antibodies, and that is <laughs> <laughs>
4: that
0: is a free gift. Um, there you go. It's stupid news. Aaron Rodgers in the news. I, you know what? He's my hero. I love, I love the Packers, and I love Aaron Rodgers. It kind of hurts my soul to make fun of him a little bit. But you know what, Aaron? I do love you. You know what? I love you. Much love. Still love you. All right? But you kind of brought this one on yourself. You might have made a social misstep here. Just like, who? Aaron Rodgers, my hero. My, my hero. My football quarterback, Ripper. Quarterback, the Green Bay Packers. All right, I
3: have no idea who that is.
0: Big Country says Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Steeler next year. Ooh, I don't know about all that. Do I think he's going to be a Packer next year? I don't actually. I don't think he's going to be a Packer next year. But I don't think he's going to the Steelers. I don't think that's happening. Although maybe the Steelers are going to be in the market big. They could be in the market. Big Ben's kind of getting up there, right? It's kind of listen. This is
2: his last year. All did it. Is it? Is it final?
0: It's formal, huh? Uh, he,
2: uh, his play makes him
0: definitely seem like
5: this last year. <laughs> last year was his last year.
0: He's been saying that for five years, all right? And really, the Steelers probably should have made that move five years ago, but nonetheless. Uh, you know, Goob Cutis, that one makes more sense to me. Roger's going to be with the Saints. That one actually makes a little bit more sense to me. Uh, if, the, if the Lions hadn't picked up their quarterback this year, I was kind of thinking possibly the Lions. Maybe even the Titans. Titans, you know, so – uh, lots of lots of uh, potential Broncos. Aaron Rodgers loves Mike Tomlin. He does. He does. There's a. He loves. I'm telling you. You'll see. Okay. That's why I say he'll be a Steeler next year.
2: You'll he see. loves
0: Mike. He does. He does. He's actually even said that on his uh, podcast with uh, Pat McAfee. Does anybody listen to that? Yes. While we're while we're promoting podcast here for a second, <laughs> I want to take two seconds. I want to say uh, shout out to TechMan16 and Handy. And, uh, and Kirk over there with uh, Trek Talk, with Tech and Kirk, I caught up. I was actually a couple episodes behind. I went back and caught up. As a matter of fact, I had apparently had missed episodes all the way back to, I guess, about three weeks ago, Big, when we had the last run of the Borg event, right? Did we have that this, this month, or was that the month before? No, it was between these two arcs, right? We had the Borg run. So I guess about three weeks ago, that was a good one. Uh, so I got caught up with, uh, with Trek Talk. And then, of course, uh, they were promoting uh, Dead's Fireside Chat, which is uh, for Star Trek fleet commanders, but dealing more with like real life and personal uh, you know, mental health issues and things like that. I listened to a single episode of that, and that was actually a really interesting listen. Um, and then, of course, Pat McAfee, who, for multiple reasons, is, is one of my favorite broadcasters. Uh, a, he's funny as anything. All right, he's funny, big like he's wild no holds barred like just to the wall and back. Pat McAfee doesn't care what anybody thinks about him and he no. won't he he won't care to throw down with anybody either in a public or private or on the podcast, he'll throw down with anybody in a feud. Uh but not only do do I like his personality, but you know, big country. He was a West Virginia mountaineer. All right, that's my alum. So uh Pat McAfee was in Morgantown, West Virginia for four years. Born
2: born and
1: raised in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a whole, he's a local boy, okay? And uh and and you know, Pittsburgh from Morgantown is only not even an hour. All right. So no, yeah, you know, no, so when yeah. when I when Big and I were back in school, we probably, you know, drank beer. That's bro. girl. Yeah, backyard <laughs> brawl. We probably had beer at the same bar. We might have gone to the same uh, Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game at some point or whatnot. But uh, nonetheless, uh, yeah, Pat McAfee. If you if you like podcasts and you're into sports ball, check out Pat McAfee. Uh, he's got a great great podcast, and uh, it's cra- it's crazy big. He's super famous for not being on TV. You know, he doesn't. No, he's on TV. He he is a guest a lot of times on ESPN, but I don't think he has an actual show slot. Does he?
2: Yeah, he is He is the color commentary for SmackDown on
0: for WWE. Okay, but I meant like he doesn't have his own show. He do not have his own
5: show? Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's, yeah.
0: he's all – I mean, I think he's hilarious. He's, he's very funny. Okay, I know. It's Star Trek. All the nerds are revolting all right, let's against Star Trek. Let's Star us. Trek. Let's Star I'm Trek. sorry. The nerds are revolting yeah. against us. I'm just saying, like, he's somebody that I've got a personal connection to. All right, Like, I have met the guy, and he went to my school, and I cheered for him when he was kicking field goals in Morgantown so many years ago. So, uh, yeah, Pat McAfee, just absolutely great. I love him to death. Uh, anyway, good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. 20 minutes in. Uh, yeah, name-dropping. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, big country, Pat McAfee is a nerd. Maybe he likes Star Trek. Maybe this will get back around to him one day. Possibly. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah, not probably likely. Anyway, uh, afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, including uh, what we had talked about uh, this past weekend. Conquest has started back up, and it appears that everybody uh, is on the team that they were supposed to be on if you had followed the certain mechanics and followed the certain uh, recommendations and, and the mechanics of the betrayal event. Uh, I did, Big Country, have a couple of players say, you know what, golly, I ended up back on the same original team because I did both of them and I didn't know not to. You know, and I I do get that. I I can understand that. Communication in this game, you know, that is not a conversation that we need to have. But on this one, Steven's Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they actually put up a Game Center announcement about Betrayal and how it was going to work? Now, we did discover that it would prompt i think the, did. the second yeah. betrayal it wasn't supposed to you weren't supposed to get both betrayals you were supposed to get the one if you claimed the token then that was it it was supposed to end right there and then you know today you would have launched on the opposite team instead what happened is it immediately entered you into the other team and and launched you so then that changed the mechanics stevens aaron if you wanted to change teams you did the event once If you if you didn't want to change teams, might as well take the free faction credits, do the event twice. All right. Lots of players PM would me, uh, aggravated about that, about that, the inability. I think it
6: worked out better because in the end, everyone had the same option to get the same number of faction credits, regardless of which team they wanted to be on.
2: That's right, because you You could have done the second event and just not claimed the token. Exactly. You basically—that's what I did. I basically jumped one side. I did the second event, and I didn't bother clicking on the gift chest, and so I was—I I actually successfully got to the other side.
0: So Captain Planet says same thing. I did the event twice and just didn't collect the second gift, and I ended up switching teams. Now, as you guys know, I on stream on camera uh, did both events, claimed both tokens, so. That way we knew, Ripper, we knew exactly what was going to happen, at least our community here. I claimed both tokens for science, and of course, uh, I am now on the Romulan Conquest again. So I wasn't, that was not my desired effect, but, you know, for science, here you go. Uh, Now you, now you know.
3: To me, it makes perfect sense why that happened that way.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. It immediately entered you into the other team instead of some type of time delay. Uh, but if you were entered into the other team's conquest, then you got the other team's events and that event included betrayal. So, uh, anywho, that ended up happening and now players are back on whatever team mechanically that they were supposed to be on based on the actions you took the other day during betrayal. Um, I have, uh looked at these conquest boards and, uh, Stevens Aaron, I spent a lot more time analyzing this after we talked about it on the last show. I think that there's a problem here, alright? Bubba Joe brought it up to me earlier, but this is not actually something Ripper that, that I was not kind of curious about, um, you know, even last week. So, I did some research on stfc.space. stfc.space uh, indicated that uh, the Klingon solo leaderboard did get updated, Ripper, right? We saw that, and STFC.Space confirmed that. What I feel like uh, ended up happening, and I have been doing some research, and by the way, I've only, I have at this point, Ripper, only asked that they look. I haven't gone with any data, but in the graphics room, if you guys want to take a look, I'll actually post this real quick right here. Um, this was the final payout in my ops bracket segment, 39 to 41, for Romulan Conquest versus Klingon Conquest last week. And I further went in and verified, Ripper, that they do, in fact, match today. This is first place, and obviously, you know, I'm, I, I'm not showing first place for the purposes of everybody getting it, but I'm showing first place for the purposes of comparison, all right? I think... I think that there's still a problem. Bubba Joe, you uh, betrayed the Klingons, and you have now entered Romulan Conquest, so you're in the same set of events that I'm in. and you, And you observed that the solo leaderboard actually has fewer payouts, actually has fewer rewards than the 24-hour SMS for today.
3: Well, that Correct. That event looks broken.
0: And do what, Rip.
3: That event just looks broken.
0: It does not look correct. Obviously, it looks wildly imbalanced compared to the Klingon board. So at this point, I I haven't had the time to go through and write up like an actual report. I just asked them to take a quick peek and see if it was accurate. But it clearly doesn't look accurate, Ripper. Uh, 360 Romulan credits versus 3,190 Klingon credits. And then you look at the sheer volume of materials, G3, G4... The resource – even the resources are down. If I'm going to get 187 million steel, the equivalent of that is not 180 million tritanium. Usually, steel is a factor of what, Rip? Usually three, maybe four, Bubba, maybe 30 times bigger. I don't know what that (laughs) – 30 times maybe? I don't know what that factor typically is, but I know that they're not typically equal, right? No. No, it's usually five to ten times, I think. Yeah, so, so there does appear, yeah, roughly 30 times, Captain Planet. That's kind of what I'm going with. I'm going to send that to Scopey. I think it's roughly 30, 30 uh, you know, uh, a factor of 30 off. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, long story short, I think Divine, Divine says I didn't see the Klingon board, so I didn't know, but the SMS on ROM worked out better than the SLB, so I didn't participate. That's interesting that you say that, Devon. I think a lot of people looked at the Romulan board, said, uh, the rewards are meh. So they didn't make a big push, Ripper. All right? But if the if the board was actually supposed to be what the Klingon board ended up being, I kind of feel like more people probably would have put in an effort. I mean, I would assume then that that means that, that first place, for example, in this particular event, probably would have paid out in the neighborhood of... Six hundred to eight hundred million par steel. All right, and then probably another eight hundred million in tokens, and then a billion token, or maybe even two billion in token. I, I don't know. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but I clearly think that it wasn't what it actually ended up I being.
3: Mean, it's obviously wrong if the solo milestone gives more rewards than a rank one and a leaderboard. You got it. You got it's it. It's obviously
0: so, wrong. So, uh, Ivana says, I switched to Romulan so I could get Orr, like in the Klingon SLB last week. I'm a bit disappointed now. Ivana, I, I don't think you should... Hu- I mean, obviously. Okay, but I don't think this is intended. Okay? Now, I, again, haven't had a chance to fully flesh it out. Uh, but I asked for them to look, and then, you know, after I get off the air today, I'll, I'll be able to have a little bit more conversation. But I, I think... I, well, Ripper agrees. Baba agrees. agrees something clearly not right here okay so we're going to go back and we're going to see if we can get them to correct it all right and if we can Man, get them to correct it's, it's it a yeah if we get them to correct it Will you it, still have some time to actually get it you got it as long as they yeah. correct it before the end of the event then cuz no one's going to get the rewards before the end of the event so long story short we're going to see if if we can get that that keyed up i appreciate the players who brought that to me uh brought that to my attention and we'll see if we can make it better Okay, yeah, Gobbles, you know, he said the reason I didn't compete in the first one is because I thought, wow, not worth it. Well, maybe it would have been. <laughs> maybe it would be now. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, also, this is big news, all right? This is absolutely big news, and for this, I would like to invite, if he's in the audience here, I'd like to invite a guest up to the stage. And and folks, uh, you know, my, for my normal panelists, don't be wildly offended here. The stage is getting fuller. I actually have a guest booked for today, and I would like to invite him up Uh, and so I might clear some of you guys down to, to talk about this, but, uh, Bubba, let me just kind of start this with you. And, and real quick, if he is in the audience, I would like to invite, where is he? Everywhere it matters is who I'm looking for. Everywhere it matters. Raise your hand. There he is. He's coming to the stage. He, uh, found something the other day. Now, I don't know where this started in the community, Bubba Joe, uh, this player says that he found it natively. He didn't get clued in on, on, you know, YouTube or Discord. But Rev actually found and, and, and talked on a YouTube video, I think a day or two ago, Bubba, about a core mechanical change within Star Trek Fleet Command. One that is probably wildly overdue. Okay. Probably, maybe, uh, who could actually say for sure, Bubba, maybe even a bug for the last three years. Bubba Joe, burning from Nero, burning from Gigi, morale from Kirk or or Marcus, uh, Holbreach from Lorca or Gorkon, all right, or any of these others. There's always been a core mechanical thing that has always kind of rubbed us the wrong way, right, Bubba? For example, Let's say Kirk, okay? Kirk is going to uh, proc, and and what is he? He's got like a 90%, if it's Max Kirk, the original Kelvin Kirk, he's got a 90% chance to proc morale for what? Two rounds or three, Ripper? I don't remember right off. I don't remember. Two. Two rounds, all right? But what would happen if Kirk procced again in the second round and then did not proc in the third round? Bubba Joe, what was the scenario before two days ago or three or a week? Who the hell knows? What was the scenario? Well, if he procs in one, so, procs in two, doesn't proc in three. In the case of Kirk, what happens?
5: So I, I know what you're about to say, and I disagree with this assessment because I've been tracking this for a few months on the burning side. And I don't use morale anymore, so I don't know. But the theory is, is that it wasn't working in that third round.
0: That was the theory, and it's an easy theory to prove. If you've got Correct. a Spock, you can go and find out if it works. If you got a Lorca, you can find out if if uh, hull breach is working. If uh, now I'd say the harder one probably to prove would be burning, unless you had an officer you know that that you could do that with. I would like to or dis- a Tribune or a Tribune or an auger, for example. Okay, I'd like to invite to the stage everywhere it matters from server fifty six. Good afternoon, welcome to you, sir. How are you today? Mm-mm-mm. Everywhere it matters, I see you on the stage, but I don't see you talking. Steven Zaret, if you can, or truck and Chick, maybe reach out to him and PM, and let's see if we can get him fixed up so that he comes on. What was happening, and and Bubba says there might be some contradicting information here, but what was generally accepted as practice, Bubba Joe, what was happening is, if Kirk procked in round one, then he would activate for two rounds. If Kirk procked again in the second round, all right, if he procked again in the second round, then that proc would be ignored. It just went away. That proc didn't count, because that proc would not start over For another two rounds. He was still active and therefore the proc was ignored. Then in round three, if he did not proc, then your morale was over, Bubba Joe, because Mm -hmm. there was not a proc in the third round. The second round proc was ignored and the first round proc did what it said and lasted two rounds. But the scenario has been changed and I believe, hopefully, fingers crossed, from Server 56, we have Everywhere It Matters. What's up, buddy? Are you here with us? I don't know. Test the, I test gotcha. It. I gotcha. Welcome into the show. Listen, you reached out to me the other day, and you said, hey, there's something weird going on. Something has changed, and you started with burning, right? Isn't that what you said? You said something has changed with burning. I am going to do some more research. I'm going to try to figure something out. Now, in the meantime, I think somebody else may have noticed this as well rev did a video on it it's now it's not new news anymore but we've got some science behind it we're actually going to because you ran just boatloads of tests right you and your admiral lumiflux over there on server 56 you guys got to geek it out you started nerding this stuff out you started with burning but then we started well what what if we could make hole breach last infinitely what about burning if it could last infinitely right what was actually going on so everywhere it matters welcome to the stage let's start with some testing all right what clued you in what did you notice first and then where did you go from there
4: uh well what we noticed first was a few days ago now uh we were just running our models like we normally do and uh we had a guy that came with kumak and we noticed that Kumak had proc twice in a row, which had never happened before because Nero could only kind of activate those abilities once every other round. You would never see them procking twice in a row with Nero, only with Gigi.
0: Right. Now, with Nero specifically, we could assume that the reason for that was the stage in the battle round in which he would proc, right? Because Nero we've always argued was a bad officer for procs Bubba Joe because of where he was triggered for burning. It was not the same as Gigi who does it at the beginning of the round or or Lork who does it begin round, or even Kirk who does it at the beginning of the round right. Nero has always been fundamentally different because he relied on an in-game trigger all right and just to refresh some of your guys's memory that trigger if I'm not mistaken was taking a shot right? Nero required you to be hit. All right. If you look at his officer ability, I'm sorry, it was the opposite. Uh, Yeah, uh, the opposite. Every time the ship strikes the opponent with a weapon attack, Nero has a 50% chance of burning it for two rounds. So that would eliminate the criteria trigger, folks. That's why everyone has complained about Nero for three years. All right. It eliminated the criteria trigger because most of the officers, Bubba Joe, would check at the beginning of the round to see if the opponent was burning. If so, they proc. If not, they did not. But if you hit the opponent and Nero did proc and you started to burn that opponent's ship, that was considered round one of burning. He was burning in that round, but it was too late for your officers to check their conditions. All right? It was too late for the other officers to actually trigger burning because they had already run their prerequisite check. So, Nero, for all intents and purposes everywhere, really only gave you one opportunity to inspire burning when it came to officers, correct? Yeah, that's right. So, you brought, went to an armada, you're reading the battle logs, and you see Kumak, You see Kumak. Let me find Kumak here, and I'll just refresh you guys' memory. Kumak, his officer ability is, as long as the enemy ship is burning, Kumak increases your piercing, I'm sorry, increases your mitigation by 100% of base. Now, this itself everywhere doesn't sound like a huge, wild change, but what was curious was that you actually saw him proc two rounds in a row.
4: Exactly. That that was the big uh, tip off for us.
0: So that means. Quick quick question though. While Go I that, Was that in, during a Namada? Was yeah. did anyone yeah. else
3: have
5: burning? Yes. Yeah. Good question. So doesn't burning activate throughout all throughout all the play, all the players?
7: So that could potentially be why Kuremac. Well, uh,
0: but, you know what? You're right. Hey, you're totally right, because burning, as we it's have a, as we have flag, discovered, yeah. burning, as we have discovered, affects the target, which impacts the team. We know that. So does Hallbreach. All right? Good question. Excellent question, Stevens Aaron. Everywhere it matters in LumaFlux thought of that, didn't you guys?
4: We did. So because of how we knew how burning worked, um, the person who happened to have Kumak, because he was the leader of the Armada, he was showing up first. In the, uh, the firing rounds. So the other person's Nero wasn't able to trigger the burning before their Kumak. Mm. Now,
0: you know what? I, I hear skepticism in Ripper's voice. Let's very quickly educate people on the, the order of a battle log. Because Bubba Joe, we've actually determined this in the past. All right, And and you know what, Ripper, I don't know that I've actually ever asked you about this, so correct me if I'm wrong. The designated order in an armada, like people have always asked, why? Who goes first? Who's listed first? Why is this person here? Why is that person there? Who fires first? All right? From what I've been able to gather, and Rip, correct me if I'm wrong, Bubba, you weigh in everywhere, you as well. From what I've been able to gather, leader is always typically number one, and then... If I'm not mistaken, it sorts down by power. Is that incorrect? That is incorrect.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. See? <laughs> <laughs> Let's teach people how it's supposed to be here on Talking Track, Bubba uh, Joe. That is not the story. Okay. R- Bubba, right, you, most you are no. Rip.
5: You are Rip. Flip a coin. You go go ahead. ahead, Rip. No, no, you go ahead. So the first, the first is the leader. Mm-hmm. After that is is a grouping of anyone who was starred in and that is sorted by power. I and forgot then it's the stars. whoever wasn't starred in is sorted by. power.
0: Okay. Okay. I was close to right. I forgot about the stinking stars. I forgot about the stars.
5: Okay. That's important. which you is, Im- it's obviously which important. Is Im- <laughs> it's important because if you star someone, if you say, I really want this particular sh- uh, officer ability to trigger before everyone else's mm-hmm. for whatever mm-hmm. reason, you could star in just that one ship, and then every, it would make sure it triggered right after the
0: <gasps> You got it, all right? Now, uh, and I, by the way, I knew this. I just I forgot to mention it, but you're right. The stars have uh, uh, a wild importance that I believe Bubba is probably absent on the larger community, okay? Bubba Joe is exactly right. Leader is number one. Captain James T. Kirk says, that's why I always star in everyone. Ah, oh, but maybe... Maybe we shouldn't. Bubba Joe, give me a scenario in which, something specific, in which you would want to star player A, but not players B, C, D, and E. For example, everywhere it matters, uh, because Bubba went on mute, maybe he had a phone call. Everywhere it matters, before three days ago, perhaps, perhaps, Maybe Nero could have been good in an armada because if the starred player shoots second, because he wouldn't shoot first, he's not the leader or if he was the leader, if the starred player shoots before everybody else, and does Proc burning Stevens Aryans scenario would be accurate because then player number three would check the condition. The ship is or the armada is burning and therefore Kumak could proc. Correct?
5: hmm yeah. everybody's thinking now everybody's so thinking I don't, I, I don't think that so i so i'm gonna rely on ripper because he knows everything but i believe that in terms of when people fire it's still dependent on the position of the weapon on the ship i believe that's still a criteria that has to be met as well so there is a it's not like uh, it's not like the the leader fires all of their shots first you got and then it. the next person yeah it's they fire their they first fire shot One shot that's their right. first shot their right. first shot okay. so
0: what if you had a kinetic uh Bubba Joe what if you had a kinetic as your primary weapon that took two rounds to warm up do you get the first shot no the battle log will show your weapons charging. Right. because that first slot was dedicated to the kinetic and it's not going to fire because it needs two rounds to start up. So then you go to your next player. All right. There is a way to determine with some degree of accuracy who's going to go. All right. Sorted by power with stars, sorted by power without stars. Now, no, I'm not saying that you should micromanage armadas like this. But listen, let's not pretend right everywhere. Let's not pretend that there's not some teams out there who may potentially take this information and find use in it. Because now, everywhere, there is actually more officers to be able to use in this type of scenario because Scopely changed a core mechanic of this game, one that I guarantee players would rejoice about. And yet again, Bubba Joe, they miss an opportunity at a PR win. Well, I mean, this so, month alone, we've missed these uh, these abilities. We've missed Latinum conversion. All right, I mean, why? It's weird to me. Strange. So, I
3: mean, it's it's insane how how they can drop the ball so much on communicating positive changes to the community. It it's it makes absolutely no sense. And I wonder who was completely just zoned out at (laughs) scopey
2: or digit and just yeah why wouldn't they actually Eh. list that they did the lag conversion that's such a good thing i don't i don't get that
0: part. yeah maybe so officer beck says we use call-ins uh we use the stars for the call-ins you know if you have other people showing up um I, i agree listen that's what everybody uses them for and it was very very recent that that it was well, let me rephrase. I shouldn't say very recent. I learned about it probably, what, Rip? Maybe a month or two ago, I think you were you were part of the conversation, and I was like, I didn't know that. And and you know what? Baba Joe may have told me at some point, but it didn't click in my head. Or maybe he didn't because he wanted to keep it all for himself. <laughs> all right? The stars give you at least one extra step of control in the order of firing, in the order of who
5: shows up in the battle log. All right? So, so DJ... So so I understand and I, I, I see the evidence and, and I and I think that the people that researched this did a very good job. But I have a different I have a different viewpoint on this change. And I think it might this change might just be affecting officers because for the last at least four months that I've been tracking, and I wanna say it's at least five, um, I've had my Gigi trigger in two consecutive rounds and get the extra shots in round three. So, clearly, it's been working on my Tribune the way that I always thought it should be. Maybe this was just a fix to help officers. Maybe
0: it was a f- – well, see, now, I, I don't know the extent of your testing, and everywhere I'm going to come to you on this because I have tested in the past and found evidence that if an officer – and by the way, everywhere, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but but, for example, Kirk – would show that he procced, right? But then we would not get the effect in round three before this change. Is that correct? Like, we could see procs, but they were ignored. Is that correct? Let's
3: just say that was the case at some point.
0: Okay. At some point, the procs were happening, and they would be ignored. So, in the case of Kirk, I go back to Kirk. Kirk... Would proc in round one, you would get your morale. He would proc in round two, you still had morale from the first proc. The second proc, you would hope, would start the two rounds over. But then third round would come, he did not proc, and you would not have morale. Everywhere it matters, Notice this with Kumak and Burning, and decided to test further. Everywhere, give us some more of your, of your testing schematics. What else did you guys do, and what did you find next? Uh-oh. Did he get a phone call? Everywhere, you're the guest of honor. <laughs> we'll get him back. Steven Theron, Trek and Chick, help me out. Um, now, Bubba, you say that you have always gotten this ability? Like, if, if, if GG proc'd,
5: then your proc would start over? Because
0: I have not experienced
5: that. So, I, I, like I said, I've been tracking it through the TNG arc Uh, and it has, it has worked like that for me because initially my GG was a low enough level that it didn't trigger regularly enough that I could notice. Right. Okay. So trigger round one and trigger round three. Right. Well, that looks like just, it's working. So it had to be, had to get her to a level where she triggered enough, but maybe not every round. And so I had multiple instances where she would trigger round one. She would show us triggering round two. Right? whether or not that was being ignored, quote-unquote, the way it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But in round three, she would not lift as triggering, but I would still get the extra shots.
0: You would still get the effect of burning. And uh, when you say extra shots, he's referring to the Tribune uh, and its ship ability. So, you, Ripper, let me ask you about the feasibility of this scenario. Is it possible that the burning trigger for officers was the one that was being ignored but the one for ships was working accurately and and therefore this change right this change then brought the officers in line with the ship expectations i mean is that feasible
3: i mean if you ask a question if something is feasible the answer is always yes because okay. everything is technically feasible
0: right do you find that good. that this
3: i find so the the way I understand of how their system works, I find that explanation unlikely to be true. on That assumption. Okay. Um, and I have a very unpopular opinion to this whole thing. Do you want to share it? If it's unpopular, do you, do you want to share it? I, I'm going
0: to I assume
1: consider
3: the way it it's working now
0: to be broken. You don't. So let me. Okay, let me ask you a fundamental question about that then.
3: All right, because you know what that's. That's a fair cause If fair you have statement. an officer that has an 80% chance, that is essentially basically always guaranteed to be always active in every single round of the entire combat now. Mm-mm. Why have a chance at all?
0: No, that's not accurate. And besides, shouldn't, shouldn't players be rewarded for investing and maxing that officer all the way up to tier five, which was not cheap, not easy, and not fast? Shouldn't players have that amazing uh, ability at proc chance i mean you know look look at kirk all right kirk is 80% as you said for two rounds there is still a potential cho- a potential opportunity where a round goes where he doesn't proc all i right?
3: think that chance is like 5% so 80% in round in, in round 1 i th- i think so if i'm if i'm just thinking about this in my head um i think it's about 5% so if you take a, a one hundred round battle, you have five rounds where you don't have morale, which for all intents and purposes is essentially meaningless. So now
0: let me let me ask you that: Do you consider it bad design, or is it broke? Because I don't think this is
3: broken. I think this for the first oh, time. Oh, they, they probably they probably did this on purpose, but I consider this not 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 the way it should be. Bubba, let me come to you on this. I find and, and this the again, way that it should be now unpopular opinion
0: well maybe it's op i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue with it with you that it's not op but bubba i think this was this is the mechanic how it should have been if i proc in round two my two rounds should start over why should that proc be ignored right
5: no i agree this is the way it should be and and it's not a hundred percent ripper it's like 96 percent. so obviously (laughs) there's still a chance you can fail but, but is, is, that, is that not the reward?
0: Is that not the reward for having a max level 30 tier five officer? It seems like it should be. So everywhere it matters. We we did this with burning. You now have done some some digging, and and we're gonna circle back to morale and hull breach here in a minute, but you focused on on burning. Now that this mechanic is no longer ignoring procs. You and LumaFlux actually did some new testing now on the viability of Nero now as compared to Giorgio. What information did you find there? Are you a larger fan of Nero now? Everywhere I see you lighting up, I don't hear. I am so... Ripper, I sent an email to Discord asking them (coughs) why they were so bad. I gave him the scenario. I gave him the scenario. I I told him what's happening. They said it could have been my client. I said, it's not my client if a hundred other people can't hear him either. Then they're like, well, maybe it's the speaker's client, which I guess is possible, but that doesn't explain why some people can hear. Like Bubba Joe or uh, Big Country last week. A lot of people could hear him. I couldn't hear him. Just, Just stinky. So then I finally just asked him, Ripper, I said, listen, can I just pay you guys a bunch of money for like a dedicated server? Like can can I pay for more bandwidth? We're already tier 3 nitro. We can't yeah, pay for anything. you know
3: hard. more bandwidth dedicated server doesn't fit.
0: Well, yeah, cuz there's there's a problem here with their actual. I I asked them, I asked them for for someone to look at our server and find out why. But uh, you know. All right, everywhere it matters. You're back. I hear you. Uh Nero versus Gigi. now after the change. What did you find?
4: Um Nero Nero was better at applying the burning damage before because of the way that the burning damage worked, but Gigi was always better with activating officers, but now it looks like Nero's actually better than her for both.
7: Oh. Unless you
4: happen to have a like really high level Gigi and a really low level Nero, which doesn't happen a lot.
0: Okay, so comparing a tier 5 Nero to even say a tier 2 or 3 you know, hey, listen, Gigi is now in the transporter store, and she doesn't take anything other than faction credits. There's actually no gate on her like there have been a lot of other officers. Let's pretend that Gigi is also Tier 5. Not saying that she would be for a lot of people, but hey, listen, she's in the transporter store. It's an easy officer to obtain. Let's not pretend that, that there's not going to be a fair number of max GGs before long. All right? Comparing a tier five Nero to a tier five GG, what did you guys find?
4: Then it would then it would boil down to just basically what kind of ship you have. I mean, if you're running like a Saladin or a Surveyor, something that's got barely any shots per round, a top level GG might serve you better. But anything that's got like three or more shots per round, Nero's still going to out, out burn her. Because he's got more – Gigi
0: has one chance per round to proc. Nero has multiple chances to proc. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So, in a situation, for example, let's say we're in an Armada. uh, In a situation like Stella, for example, with multiple shots, that'd be good. If you were in a ship like Bubba Joe Flies, maybe a Pylum. it's got seven shots in the first round. Are you actually suggesting that Nero – A day one core officer has now, with this mechanical change, actually become important again.
4: Definitely he did.
0: And for early players in the game who may not have access to GG, but have access to Nero in their faction recruit packs and have access to Nero in early missions and have access to Nero in the early ultra recruit chest, now... You've got an officer that mechanically has always been substandard because of the way he was written. We've argued that, Bubba. People used to say, he's broke. He's broken, except he wasn't actually really ever broken. He was just written terribly. Now, granted, early level players don't have ships everywhere it matters. They don't have ships with multiple shots you know, per weapon and and per early round. Most of the early G2 and G3 ships, they have one, maybe two shots, right? I would imagine that Nero now, if we're using a per-shot mechanic, becomes more important to gasp G4 ships or higher.
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. Even low-level ships like Mayflowers get three per round.
0: Do they really? I never paid attention to the Mayflower. Who oh. uses uh, the Mayflower? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Tavi Moses says, this is actually fantastic news. I've recently got an auger, and I've recently maxed Nero. I can't wait to test this out. All right? This is, again, Bubba, a, a very core mechanic that was improved. I mean, th- this is arguably... Uh, notwithstanding the intent ripper argues against the intent i don't think he's arguing against the mechanic the way that these officers are actually written bubba joe for the first time these officers actually work now ripper to be clear your unpopular opinion is not that the uh is not that the mechanic is not working as it probably should have been but now results in the officers that have procs that last multiple rounds you consider them to be now overpowered essentially correct do you think that the mechanic is unintended the way that it is here do you think that procs
3: should be ignored but my opinion is that someone in the team probably agrees with me now the question is, uh is that the majority or not? Probably not anymore, because a lot of people complain. So I guess here we are. Um Let me ask why you why you feel like somebody uh
0: would disagree. Just simply because the, the ability will never expire now? Is is that your thinking? Yeah,
3: I mean like so it's a, if you just, just look at the design of the officers, then um it's clearly not the intended behavior for them to have that high of an uptime and make the the chance so almost meaningless at the top end right? Even though it says
0: okay. it's 80% consider this really. then perhaps just for the sake of argument because I, listen I agree with you I don't know Bubba Joe do you actually believe that game design's intent was for Nero to be able to burn 96% of the time in, in actual application? Maybe not Maybe not, but I also look at it, Ripper, from from a different perspective. Like I had mentioned a little bit ago, Tier 5 Epic officers, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be Nero, a day one core Epic. It could be GG, something two years into the game. I don't think, I have always found in big country, and I'm sure you've got an opinion here. Big country, we've always talked about where the value in officers should be. All right? I have argued in some cases that there should be captain's abilities that are amazing, but not always and not never. Some of the abilities do need to rely on a promotion, need to rely on eventually getting that to Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. As a matter of fact, I've got terrible news for everybody. All right. Ska is going to be here in about a half an hour, and he's going to tell me now, <laughs> Bubba, why Epic Commander Data is trash which hurts my heart <laughs> because I've been chasing him. I've been focusing all of my away teams on data. All right. Scott beat me to it, and he's going to tell me why he's not happy with him. We will discuss that with him a little bit later. But that is, for example, six of 10. All right. How about uh, Dwight Schrute-Mudd? All right. Some, uh, how about Michael Burnham? Some of these officers really come into their own at tier four or tier five should it not so, be the reward for players to get better performance out of an officer who's tier five
5: well i think ripper's talking about something different than you're talking about you know you're talking about that uh you know i get a um uh, a higher uh higher ability like with burnham i have a higher ability and ripper's talking about uptime of these abilities right and and is it really intended that I can trigger burning in ninety six percent of rounds, it may not be. I I would hope that's not the case because I think it makes sense and maybe it's possible that there was a disconnect in a number of officers. Right, think about think about um, think about Tyler. Was it intended that Tyler has an uptime of ninety six percent? It may not have been. It may have been that they only wanted him to have an uptime of eighty percent. Okay, well, you know that that changes the way that they design him, right? So, um, it's not just the officers themselves. That's different than say looking at a Tier Five Spock, because I can think of his ability off the top of my head. You know, yes, they clearly intended for him to be able to add seven hundred and fifty percent of health or defense to shields, right? That was because that's what his ability says. That's, but how often was that going to happen? that's the part that I think Ripper may be right. And it is, it will be an unpopular opinion because I actually prefer this way. But if you, if you designed officers like Tyler and Kirk or not Kirk, but Tyler and Spock to have um, only a certain amount of triggers every 10 rounds or a hundred rounds, however you wanted to characterize it. And they're getting more than that. Well, then that means that they didn't want those triggers to happen nearly as often.
0: I, I don't know that it's, safe for us to to talk about what the intent was from game design you know what i'm saying like i totally understand ripper i agree perspective. I, I don't know what the intent is <laughs> I, I i totally understand uh ripper's perspective that maybe the uptime is, is too high but again that uptime at that percentage rate still requires a tier five officer ash tyler tos uhura blue spock all of these require premium performance at tier four tier five and and I particularly uh, I think I for one look at this change as logically this is how it should have always been, all right, but if the proc chances are now too high um then that was a failure from the original design of the game, so maybe they were designed
3: with the with the knowledge that it worked the way it worked. I'm I and again, I led this entire thing with this may be an unpopular opinion and I just feel like this was not the design intent of the people that designed those officers with their spreadsheets and their uptime calculations that they did. Which maybe, they hopefully did,
4: and I um they should what if, Sorry. And, what if we know, just my got used to using Gigi and Lorca as the number one officers and the actual intention was for them to come out and be kind of a relatively effective backup? I don't
0: know about that. But because, because the- I, the- I feel that Lorca and Gigi were brought out to
6: stabilize, to change it from an on-weapon attack to an at-beginning-of-combat to affect to all of the new ship's firing patterns. To, to, or to more balance the activation on every ship's firing patterns, because you have these new ships that fire five times. If you're doing right. it with an officer who's you know activates on those firing patterns, maybe they added Lorca Gigi to better balance that. I actually now- don't
0: disagree with you. Uh, Lumaflux, who is everywhere it matters, is co-admiral who helped flesh this out and and discover it and then run dozens and dozens of tests probably spent hours on this i would imagine everywhere uh writes in the chat yeah previously uh nero had an unreliable pattern on off repeat gorkon 2 on 1 off repeat kirk actually still originally had uh a stronger potential being nearer to a 100% uptime than any of the two others Um, this balance brings them more in line with each other, which is kind of what Karkin was saying. Now, Bubba, I remember us having a conversation when when Lorca and Gigi uh, both came out because they were during the same seasonal arc. We speculated at that time that they were intended to bring balance to morale. At that time, even Federation ships were still dominant, this was before the ship power upgrade. The Federation ships were still dominant, and with the use of morale, it just was no contest, right? Do you feel Correct. that the introduction of Georgia uh, Giorgio and Lorca? satisfactorily gave... And, and I look at this as, as one variable, right? So you got GG and Lorca. That was variable A. Then you had the ship rebalance, which is B. Now, potentially, here, almost a year later, you've got mechanical changes to the percentage or, or to the, the order of operations, the proc process itself within a battle log. These are all three variables of the same outcome. Do you think that this was, I mean, there's no way it wasn't intended, right? Is there, Ripper, is there any scenario in which this was a mistake? Sure. Yes.
3: Yes. Could be. <clears throat> Who knows? What, um, what change so, could be, could so be made on the back end and, and that would make many it? Many things. I mean, I, I remember that there was an issue with the uh, Tribune not talking properly with burning applied to the target in situations right bubba joe
5: correct so uh right and i I assume it's been fixed i haven't asked ska we could ask him when he comes on um but in an armada setting if there were multiple ships and multiple people triggering burning your burning officer would only help your ship it wasn't helping anyone else's ship in the armada so in fixing that they could have accidentally changed this and caused this to be in a situation that they didn't necessarily want. So yeah, it's entirely possible that in fixing something else that was broken, they've cha- accidentally changed it in a way that they didn't intend. So yeah, this is entirely accidental. It's entirely possible that it's accidental.
3: And and so so let's also let's let's take a look at so I with the introduction of G D Gigi and Loka, it's clearly that they have unfortunately given up on some early design ideas that they had, I, th- I think that's pretty obvious at least. So if you look at the abilities itse- themselves, right? burning, hull breach and morale, um, you can clearly see those are not, not even on the same plane from effectiveness and, and what the actual effect is. So that means the, the effect from morale itself is essentially meaningless, right? which means well, that 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 effect if from from a design perspective and it, it's obvious from a design point of view that that is the case mm-hmm. that means the the intended design of obvi- in, in in my opinion at least obviously was that that morale should more heavily rely on on other officers using morale to trigger beneficial effects for you as a player without the effect and, and things itself. like burning and hull breach being better on their own instead of relying on other officers to make them great right okay at least that's to me the intended design behind those differences and how they're designed and
0: and very quickly
3: let's Um, do this because
0: I see this question in the chat so we'll do this super super quick Um, the benefits of these three abilities all right, Uh, Ripper let me start with you morale what does having morale do taking officer abilities out you say that it was originally designed to be the inferior of the 3 what
3: does having morale actually do it adds 10% to the net piercing stat for the primary piercing against the target
0: 10% of the net so the final the the final figure after research after uh, ship after buildings after all your research and everything, it's a net effect, ten percent boost to the primary piercing stat of that ship. So if I'm in a if I'm in a Tribune, Bubba Joe, that would be ten percent extra net shield pierce. Correct.
3: I think it was actually dependent on the target, but oh, I'm I i can not So the last oh. time I looked at this was like eighteen months ago. Oh well. So I'm not 100 percent sure anymore, but I think it was dependent on the target so she attacked an explorer it was shield piercing and so uh something along those lines not much
0: so 10 percent boost to the primary uh the primary stat of whatever should be hitting uh, of the primary stat against the target yeah so basically 10 percent boost to your primary triangle
3: stat is what you're saying to, to far, the, yeah, okay. if I if I'm if I remember correctly, it was definitely a 10% net piercing increase. All right, to the primer to one of them. And everywhere it matters, okay. we've talked about this uh, in the
0: past, and I do want to thank you and Lumaflex for the data you provided, and thank you for being on the show today. We have discussed in the past how fickle mitigation can be, because it does matter. It can be important, but if you mess with the wrong category, as as we discovered, even when talking to Ska here not long ago, Bubba, when we were looking at the G four ships early on, we discovered, and I don't even remember which one it was now. Uh, the, the, remember the one that had just a flat mitigate or a flat piercing boost, right? Well, well, Corvus, the Corvus, who's got a flat piercing boost, that's great if you're going with the triangle, but because right. because the statistics are so small. On the other two piercing factors for that ship, 10% is nothing, all right? Right. It's it's a boost of a couple thousand stat points, which is nothing in the overall grand scheme of damage, all right? So morale, I guess, has its place, right? But it's extremely niche, extremely niche. And as Ripper says, very, very uh, obviously written to get the majority of its benefit from the officers that that proc
3: along with that now, which would also well, explain why why the original Kirk has naturally a higher uptime compared to the other okay it, right? I would like to I, at, uh, at least to me in my head that makes sense from, from when looking at this from from a design point of view. Well how that and, well played out? Different story, but at least that to me feels like the originally intended design behind.
0: Stevens Zarin, Zarin, I would like to, uh, if if he can, send him a PM. He's in our chat actively right now. Order to Chaos. I'd like to invite him to the stage because he is also quite a brilliant mathematician. And I'd, I'd like to get his perspective on this as well. As a matter of fact, he helped me discover something the other day, Stevens Zarin, that, that apparently has been fixed in the game for like a year. When was anybody going to tell me about the great officer bug being fixed? For like a year anybody just right show of hands you guys gonna keep letting me crew bubba joe all my lower decks with a with a vidar before i change ships
8: <laughs>
1: was that, anybody yes. was anybody gonna tell Don't me the thing I that they got fixed a year ago
0: <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait what no We're we just going you, you go. let you stew. <laughs> oh god everyone making so much fun of me and by the way mathematically proven what, what are you
2: talking about
0: uh, so the great out off, I don't want to change topics here, but real quick. The great oh, out- that
3: one. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, I, I Rip. You
0: Appreciate you me. having my back, buddy. Thanks, partner.
3: <laughs> Love wait, you, what? brother. All right. I, <laughs> wait, no, I wasn't listening to what, you, what kind of bug you refer to. So I was, oh, I've been going on about this for, for weeks uh,
0: on the stream and everything. Um, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> real missed quick. A lot of them. No. So I know Captain Bull says you said on one of the shows six months ago that it was gone. And I did. I did, because what they had done at that time, all right, what they had done at that time was, in my, what I had thought, all right, and I really went Order to Chaos on the stage, Stephen's there, and try to bring him up, uh, what I had thought was that they had just deactivated the great officer slots for the officer's ability, Bubba Joe, because I had proven, I had proven that only the active officers would contribute to the bridge crew, Okay. But what I hadn't taken the time to prove because I trusted my eyeballs was that I thought an underdeveloped ship who couldn't get to the, the full stats in the battle log, it would show that you got additional stat points. All right. Order to chaos brought some clarity to, to my head this past week and, and actually helped me mathematically prove that it was actually graphically display only that you are not, in fact, getting additional stat bonuses there, and we did it uh, by proving mitigation. I loaded up uh, full under deck with a Vidar, and then I switched it over to my jelly that only had three slots. Then I ran and tested mitigation against five hostiles. Then I came back and I unloaded all the gray slots, and I went back out and tested against the same five hostiles, and it, uh, mitigation stayed precisely the same. Like, exactly, like, to the to the decimal point ten decimal places, Bubba Joe. I I just didn't know. I trusted my eyeballs. I didn't I didn't do the math. Uh Order to Chaos and Jessica from our Discord. They they made a lot DJ of fun. Order to
2: Chaos can't join. Oh, you that's a shame.
0: Join. Well shout out to you man. You're a brilliant mathematician. Thank you. Mathematician, I should say. Uh, and thank you for the clarity. I I mean, my God, a year. <laughs> a year. So time
2: this reminds me of the time when you were going and trying to get, uh, what do you call, uh, scouts in random systems when there were no yeah. scouts.
0: <laughs> Listen, just because I'm a content creator, everybody, doesn't mean I'm like a game genius, okay? Most <laughs> most of this stuff is, is not my brainchild. I'm a good teacher. If I have the material, Bubba Joe, I can teach it. But I don't write textbooks, okay? Like, I ain't a textbook publisher. Uh, so I don't know, DJ. I think you're 30 <laughs> times better than the average player. Thank you, Bubba Joe. I appreciate that very much. I'm a brilliant mathma- mathematician. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, Burning. Uh, He's rip- roughly 30 times better. Roughly. <laughs> roughly <laughs> Thank 30 <you>. times better. <laughs> uh, let's get this. Uh, we, we need to get ready to wrap up on this because we got ska going to be here in about 10 minutes. Okay. Um, what we let, Let's finish up. So, Morale. We discovered 10% primary piercing statistic net buff. Burning, Bubba Joe. Uh, actually, let me let me let everywhere do it. Everywhere it matters, burning. What is burning's effect in and of itself without any officer impact?
4: Burning uh takes 1% of the total hull health off of the target per round.
0: If you survive to the next round, there's a conditional statement there. You must yes, survive. You,
7: survive the next you
0: round. must survive the end of the round. It takes 1% of what hole value everywhere? Dum, boom, boom, the, boom. the enemy's hull value? Yeah, is it remaining hole. remaining hole, Ripper? Or is it starting hole, Bubba Joe? Pretty sure it's starting hole. It is, in fact, starting hole. Okay. Which means, in theory, in theory, and I don't know, has anybody actually ever tested this? Has Has anybody taken burning to like say a capital city light trader in theory what this should do ripper i don't know that i've actually ever seen it but if you survive 100 rounds the enemy should vanquish yep all right it's one percent of starting hull so if you survive 100 rounds the enemy should die okay that's burning that's right. 1% of the start of combat hull. Thank you, Order to Chaos. He is verifying. Correct. All right. Now, Deckic says it would be dead way before round 100. But, but again, I mean, in, in theory, assuming oh. you're right, because you're doing damage along the way, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing damage along the way. So, so my theory says if you inflict zero damage but somehow survive. <laughs> Bubba Joe, is there any scenario in which that actually mathematically happens?
7: a sarcophagus could probably do that sure sure
3: (laughs) dj in your ship it has 10 billion hull no weapons
0: there you go all right uh so there there is a a potential scenario a sarcophagus sarcophagus (laughs) sarcophagus outside of territory right possibly yeah but no it still throws some damage and you're only mitigating x percent and you're mitigating 80 percent to shield even if it's only five hull damage it's still getting through Uh, But again, yes, in theory, if you inflict zero damage and go 100 rounds, the enemy will vanquish, all right? And lastly, oh, this one's been contentious over the years, Bubba Joe. Ripper, um, can you give us the final word, the final say on what Hole Breach actually does? Because there's been a lot of different mathematical rumors out there. uh, And we only uh, recently actually took the time to mathematically prove it whole breach Ooh, what did you prove? you did it. I don't remember <laughs> you were here. you said it was you said that the rumor had actually started because you had started that rumor like two years ago incorrectly right That was your story. You said that is my fault the The original what? rumor was seventy five percent it didn't wait was it Hugo? It might have been Hugo is Hugo on might the have stage been Hugo, I, I
1: think.
3: I can guarantee you, I did not start that. Rumor. No, yeah, that was that was Hugo. He originally thought it was seventy percent.
0: Yeah, it was Hugo. But then other the calculations did um, Hugo, you're yeah. infamous. You have started. Yeah, you, Hugo started <laughs> the longest lasting, most believed in, like most clung to rumor. I think that is ever stuck in Star trek fleet command it's it's still it's still going around it, it is it's still and it, right now look in the chat right here people are not hundred percent sure so ripper definitively and finally one hundred percent please give us the actual true
3: effect of hull breach uh so Hull breach is a one.5 damage multiplier. Whole breach, in other words,
0: let's put this in layman's terms. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to try to convert this to layman's terms. Whole breach multiplies your critical damage bonus by 1.5. Am I saying that correctly? If, If you look in your ship management screen, in your ship screen, and you look under attack, you will see a critical damage percentage bonus. No, Wilkins. This is why I am a renewed believer in hull breach, okay? I'm a renewed believer in hull breach because hull breach, Bubba Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, and Scott's going to talk about this in about five minutes. He showed me a crew today, just bonkers blew my mind from an energy weapon as well, no doubt. We're going to talk about that, but critical damage, all right? I've said this a million times, is one of the best bonuses in the game because why, Bubba Joe? Why is hole breach or critical damage or critical chance... net. Thank you, Karkin. Because it is net. It is a net effect. It is the final piece of math on your shot. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
6: So, so let me just—you said 1.5 on your your crit damage. Your own person—it's a personal number.
0: It is a personal number for your ship. All right, and Ripper, it is. It, are we taking the critical damage and multiplying it by 1.5, or are you only adding 50 percent? Look here, what I'm putting in the graphics room. We'll I mean, reference it, this that, for that, we'll reference no. this for the listeners of the podcast. Look at this graphic. Critical damage is listed at 220 no, percent. You
3: don't use that number. Okay, Are you you can sort of explain well, you can multiply that number by one point five or add fifty percent, same thing.
0: Right, because okay, Thank I mean, you.
3: add fifty percent, <laughs> meaning not just adding fifty to the number, but fifty percent of that number. It is a net fifty percent increase to critical damage. So
0: take so that in number
2: two twenty goes to three thirty. That's basically what he's saying. Take that
0: number multiply by 1.5. That is 3.3 or 330%. V-Ready has it right. Ripper, please confirm. 220% on the graphic. You guys look in the graphics room if you have a chance, and I am displaying a ship detail screen that shows critical damage at 220%. You do not add 50% to that. You multiply You get an actual 50% increase. So 50% of 220 is 110. That's the bonus. You add that back to the 220. It now becomes 330. Now, if we want to continue to talk about the wild effect of of critical damage, all right, Ripper, if my critical damage bonus is now 330% and my normal shot, for example, is, let's call it a flat, 100,000. If I crit, what is the damage to that shot if its base calculation would be 100,000? And when I say base uh, calculation, I mean my output.
3: 330,000.
0: Oh, I thought there was a factor of one in there. The, it's a
3: critical damage bonus. So we... No, the, the damage is multiplied by the crit modifier, which is... 330 uh 3.3
0: 3 in this case. i believe it's one well, unless, plus. unless
3: they and wait no they word this differently never mind 3. yeah it's one plus 4.
0: 3. all right so you're right it would be 4.3 if my shot was 100,000 my normal <laughs> shot was 100,000 i would take that 100,000 and i would multiply by one plus the sum of bonuses just like always all right one plus the sum of bonuses which now makes that shot in critical form 440,000
3: right now you confused me i can't
0: remember um i am 99% chance- uh, sure that it is one plus well and it's easily proven it's a it's a lot higher damage let's just go with that. <laughs> it is a lot higher damage and it's easily proven take out a stella right take out of a dar i mean it, you you know what your normal shots are okay you know what your normal shots are go out find what your min max would be bubba joe like your energy shots they're all ranging between say 600,000 and 650,000 right they're all there it's going to be very easy to spot an extra 100% i can trust me okay right bubba
5: joe it, it's probably the easiest of the 3 uh, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit I was playing this game for over a year before I knew that any three of those things did anything other than activate officer abilities. I still like
0: up until like probably maybe a year ago, didn't know what morale did. <laughs>
3: and and wh- most wh- people. So let's just say what was the 99% point? Ninety nine percent of people playing this game didn't know what morale did exactly <laughs> you're exactly right now uh very quickly to address and, and this. even then i explained this to people like way back i think even 2019 and they didn't really understand and then a, diff- a wrong explanation ended up That's... on their castle well.
0: now let, let's correct something in the <laughs> chat the screenshot it says critical damage and you are correct it does say that what ripper is that field actually what, what should we actually call it? It's not just critical damage, because if it's 100%, then a crit damage, a, a crit shot gives you nothing extra, right? Correct? If it's 100%, folks, then a critical shot does nothing, except in this game it does. So that critical damage should actually be labeled, Ripper, critical damage bonus, because it is a 1-plus model. It should be labeled critical damage bonus.
3: You know, they, they have completely weird naming. By the way, uh, shield deflection is actually called absorption. Yeah. Fun fact.
0: Uh, that is true. There was another one. There's another one of those piercings that are actually referred to as something else. There's there's absorption. Uh, shield piercing is modulation. Mo- yeah, that's right. Modulation. It's not shield piercing. It's modulation. Modulation. Uh, (laughs) Which actually, I think is actually a nicer name for this instead of just calling it sheep piercing, but it will. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, lots. I mean, really, when you get nitty gritty here, folks, there is a ton of things actually labeled wrong (laughs) in this game. Okay. Like, there's so much wrong with this game. It's not even funny. Um, But there is an incredibly in depth look at breach and why we're going to segue Bubba Joe coming up in the next segment because hopefully Ska is here. I don't know. Uh, Steven Zarin, truck and chick, if you would see if he is in the audience um, and if not, then shoot him a quick PM. He should be here. As a matter of fact, I'm running five minutes late. He was scheduled at 3.30 uh, Eastern time. He is in fact here. He will be joining our stage next and we are going to transition into Bubba Joe. Why we just talked about whole breach and all this mitigation and piercing and these benefits and all this stuff, and we wrapped up Bubba Joe on whole breach and critical damage and critical chance, not so much, but mostly critical damage and whole breach. So why would I be segueing now into Ska's segment on grinding hostiles at 52 plus, folks? Scott, I want you to mull on this for just a second because this is kind of the entire, the entire scope or the entire theme of your segment, which is as we promote, as we grow, I feel like the priority of these abilities shifts, Bubba Joe. And why I believe, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, but why I believe that Hull Breach in and of itself, not considering what officers can do, but whole breach itself becomes the most important of the three abilities the farther you progress in this game. Scott, correct me if I'm wrong right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs, here with special guest Scott Corrin on our stage and panelists V-Ready, Bubba Joe, and Criminal Ripper as we dive ever deeper into the math of what changed in the game this week and maybe over the last 45 days as G5 is introduced and Pike Moreau Chen is nullified for Ops 52+. plus. What is a replacement? Sky's here to talk to us about high-level hostile grinding coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a second. Hang on. Don't go anywhere.
1: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fib Newton's. Little fruit-filled cakes that aren't nearly as good as we say they are.
8: On an all-new intervention, we go inside the disturbing addiction that's bringing America to its knees. My name is Doug Fritz. And I am addicted to listening to Christmas music too early in the year.
5: I was watching Love Actually and the little girl sang All I Want for Christmas is You. Next thing you know, I'm I'm listening to Jingle Bell Rock on the 4th of July.
8: Listening to Christmas songs early was a high like nothing I'd ever felt before. It gave me all the fun of Christmas without the crowded parking lots and the expensive gifts and the weight
5: I started listening to Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby. Elvis
8: Christmas, Frank Sinatra Christmas. Everyone thought I was so... Oh, annoying and, and just playing weird. And then I hit rock bottom.
5: I hung Christmas lights on my house in October.
8: Intervention The Early Christmas Music Epidemic. Pass me another string of lights, honey. Tonight at 9 on AE. Ah!
4: Uh
8: oh today but my selection It won't arrive when I planned It's true the receipt said connections Now take weeks cause things are screwed up man Now you can't always get what you want you can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want It will arrive sometime, you'll
3: find Just not when you need
8: Fellas, try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous
0: Play hard to get females, get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily
1: clad as showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was
8: Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served in your stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking. Says she wanna dance cause she likes the groove So come on fatso Oh, and just bust the move ah what's up everybody welcome back to the
0: show uh, we are having a good time today busting out all the just nerd math the <laughs> getting super nerdy on you and you know what you know what i love more than anything bubba joe i love that we are in probably one of our nerdiest shows of all time maybe not of all time maybe not of all time but certainly as of late Bubba Joe, we're getting into core game mechanics. We're talking about subtle changes in proc rates and mathematical chances of, of procking and, and intention of uptime of abilities and then what those abilities do, Bubba Joe. We are nerding it up, right? Yeah. I mean, just going absolute geek squad on you today. And my special guest is none other than King. God, Lord of Star Trek Fleet Command. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Skakorin is here. Uh, you, I like that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, listen, it's That's kind of beautiful. It, it's deserved, all right? Uh, over the last couple of years, you have made a name for yourself uh, throughout the galaxy of Star Trek Fleet Command by being the player who does things first, all right? And you and I have talked privately. You have done this um, not necessarily just to, to have the best gameplay, although that is a, a, probably a nice side effect, but, but you've told me before that this is more important to you than the game itself, is discovering, is finding, and, uh, and, and bug fixing, so to speak, you know, looking, debugging, if you will, like you have found just as much enjoyment out of being the only person who has something so that you can fix it or not fix it or improve upon it or whatever for generations of players to come after you? You've said to me in the past that like that is probably even more enjoyable to you than than the dagon game itself, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the truth is, once you get to a certain level, there's not more stuff to do by the way I'm I'm censoring myself I'm I'm having to think about not cussing Yes thank you I appreciate that we are
0: about- we are on iTunes today Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. All right all
1: right uh, uh,
0: so- You guys have sure. ska cuz I have no, no ska it, it is it is not you it okay is, is, no. Ska We've got Robot oh, Ska right. here He's like hang on I've got seven different internet connections in my house let me try this other VPN He <laughs> is currently mining bitcoin on three of the other seven um, uh, <laughs> he'll be back with us in just a second um but yeah uh he's told me before that that, that is yeah give me ah there you are just, and he's gone again <laughs> we'll get him um oh did i am i saying his name wrong is it sky sorin oh my dear god Scott! did i i've always just called you Ska. what how do you
1: pronounce? no it's no it's not it's not it's not sorin Okay. It's, it's Scott Korn, and it's probably the worst name ever. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to when I was I was in a high school ska band, you know, oh back in God. the 90s. And, no. and somebody gave me that, like, for an onstage name. And one day when I was like, I didn't play a ton of games, but like a couple things I played, I was like, oh, I need something that's not my name. Oh, here we go. I'll just use that.
0: <laughs> so that's that actually brilliant. I want to buy an album. Do you have recordings of your high school ska band?
1: You know what? I might somewhere. I'll, I'll find it for you. I don't know yes. if that if that still exists in CD format it somewhere. It has to. But, uh, I will dig I will dig it out though, for you.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> we have got to play it on the show. And the next
6: union tour.
0: Yes. Oh my dear goodness, gracious. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so Scott Horn, I didn't think. So, okay, there we go. So, uh, yeah. Scott we, back to circling back to to what you do. Like you are tell me your ops level today. Uh so 59 today. Ooh, 59. I see that's actually further. I thought you were still at like 57 or 58. So, is an ops 59. We are Bubba Joe 40, not even 47. No, we are. Oh my gosh, we are barely at 40 days into G5. G5 launched, everybody, on October the 5th. All right, so we are at 31 days plus 12. Oh, 42. 42 days we are in to G5, and he is an ops 59. Now, the question, Scott, so we can get a little bit to know you before we go into your teaching why? Why are you in ops fifty nine? I mean that had to have cost stupid amounts of money. Why did you do it?
1: So so two I mean there's two things. One was I violated my own rule because I always say don't go to the next ops level until you can build that ops level ship, which would mean I should have stayed at fifty-six. Uh, the the main reason I did was quite simply that you know the the if you want to upgrade ships, the Packs get better with ops level. And so it, it was like painful uh, going through and saying, okay, I want to get this uh, Sanctus to T7 knowing that I was kind of leaving stuff on the table because I was eventually going to go higher anyway. Uh, the downside obviously is that your dailies get a lot harder and cost a lot more. And so, you know, if you're not in a major rush, there's no reason to. I mean, like, that's why I, I don't intend to go to 60 until I have, uh, the rep to build the the epic ship. So, have you? Know,
0: that, you that's kind of
1: why. It, it, have you ahead.
0: have you found that that there is content waiting for you at thir- at fifty nine and sixty? Are the packs actually scaling? Because uh, I, I think Bubba, we did discover that, like, say for example, the battle pass, ska, for example, is one unit. Like, just like it was forty through fifty was one unit. Now it's fifty through sixty is one unit on the battle pass. I I don't think that's scaled. Is that correct? So are the packs actually growing
1: with you? Yeah. I mean, the, the packs are scaling, but it's like, (laughs) it's like a midget getting out of the hot tub. It's, it's just not, you know, (laughs) it doesn't have a material difference.
4: Okay.
0: Can we say that? Okay, we're good. We're good. It's fine. Legal says thumbs up. All right. Um so the the packs are scaling, but we're not we're not seeing the kind of growth. So clearly you are still just your gob's in, right? You yeah. are your gob's it, in. Now, there there has to be somebody who's asked you the question, you know, like why put this into a mobile game? I mean, you you I'm not going to ask you this question, but I imagine that there are a lot of nice things in your life that you could have done with the money that you have invested into the cell phone game, right? What's your motivation yeah. for growing like you have in this game?
1: So that's a great question. So I think, you know, first of all, I'm I'm not like, I think a lot of people ask, are you a trust fund kid? I'm not a trust fund kid. I, you know, have built a business from the ground up, sold it, built another business. So I'm, I, you know, the, but the big thing is, is that I don't like, I'm not extravagant. I don't wear Rolexes. I don't, you know, um, some people like to buy clothes and jewelry and, you know, like my wife, <laughs> I love her, but you know, that's what she likes to spend on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really spend on much. I mean, you know, I work, I coach uh, kids sports and uh, I like my one little pixel game. And it just so happened. I grew up watching uh star Trek with my dad. And it was like, Fun to get in a community of people that had that similar interest because that's not the kind of people you meet in everyday, mm-hmm. at least in you know a lot of my circles of people I know. So, um, you know, I think that's that that's it. And if you were to ask me would I do it all over again, the answer is no, obviously. I know was-
0: <laughs> Sorry, scopes. We out. Pieces.
1: um <laughs> Yeah, right. sunk <laughs> sunk cost fallacy keeps me uh keeps me entrenched. So yeah, total. I listen. Most people live their life without regrets. This
0: is absolutely one of them, okay? 100% without a doubt. I fully regret you, Scopely. I fully regret you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> this is <funny. laughs> um, So, you know what? Actually, I, I wasn't super intended on, on getting behind the face of, of Scott, but I actually kind of like this. So, if, if you don't care, let me spend a few more minutes on this, and then we'll get in, into your mechanics, because I actually find this fascinating. Um, about what drives you in the game. So you look at this as, you know, this is your entertainment. You don't spend on – I joke with my wife all the time. She asks why I spend money on this game. I'm like – you know, or she gives me grief that I'm spending so much time on it, right, that I'm out here, that I'm with you guys, or I'm playing. And I'm like, you know, listen, it could be other worse habits. Like I could, I could have an addiction to hookers and blow. Instead, I have an addiction to a video game with my friends out here in my garage by myself, you know, without lines of cocaine in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like there's there's worse evils, you know, to pick your pick your poison, so to speak. Oh yeah. So so this is oh, your sure. your guilty pleasure, so to speak, right?
1: Yeah, it, it it is, and it's like I mean, I don't I don't play other mobile games, so I'm not spending on other mobile games. I uh you know, I think I, I like regretted buying a hundred dollar pack in Madden to play with my son, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> but you know, that's, it, it just is one of those things. And the, the problem is, is that I think for most people, and especially the thing that gets people in trouble in the game is that it's just so easy because it doesn't, you know, you don't really pay attention to what you're doing. And I'm not saying that I don't know, unfortunately I do, but it, you know, I definitely cut it back from years past, believe it or not, the G5 economy is a lot cheaper than the G4 economy. Um,
0: Can I touch on that you know, for a second? <clears throat> because you know, sure. I've been hearing that from you, and I've been hearing that from from Bubba Joe, and I've been hearing that from from a few other players. But I want to give a, a, a shout out and and equal space to say from here on my server, uh, Fog on Fifteen and Mac Ross, who's both listeners of this show, both supporters of this show, who have painted a little bit of a different picture for me, Scott. They they say that you know, fifty one and fifty two were deceptively easy right that that kind of lulled people into a, a sense of maybe security or or that like you say that g5 was done so much better but even speaking yesterday uh to to both of these players in in a common chat room, I was kind of taking that point right like everyone I'm talking to says that g5 sounds good and uh and I've got uh Fogg who's at 54 and Mac, who is trying to push into 53, and they're talking about, for example, G5 acquisition, Scott. They're saying that, that a single dock costs 10,000 G5 materials, and they're claiming that, that the amount of material that they can actually earn, G5 uncommon material that can be earned over the course of, say, a week, is probably maybe 1,000 to 1,200. They're estimating 10 weeks per building, to get through an ops level once you get to that, like 53, 54 mark. Did you find that the early fifties were kind of like, a, a I don't want to say a marketing trap, but, but they were easier, right? You said they felt
1: easier. But, Do you think that 53 plus is, is as easy? No, it, it's not. And Matt's, so we're kind of back to mats are the limiting factor, just like in G3. I, part of it is, are you a person who likes to get a ship? and upgrade that ship while you're, you know, you're also upgrading your ops levels. And so uh, if you're, you know, if you're looking at G4 and you go back to G4, the limiting factor was parts and they were atrocious. And so a lot of the G4 economy expense was had to do with ship parts. Um, It's less that in G5. And I think that's why, you know, you talk to Doc or, or Evo, some of the other guys that have the rare ships we were all like hey this is not it's not too bad but then absolutely once you get into the 55 56 range the mat requirements get get nuts as do as do like the par requirements like i i had more par saved up than i think anybody i've seen you know i had like i want to say 30 trillion or 40 trillion and that was it was nothing compared to what the requirements ended up being right um kind of up through so so part of it is part of it on the early 50 51 52 is people have stuff saved up too so remember that um but that's helpful but i I, I, early release is always worse so if you were to go back to the beginning of g4 um i think people kind of forget how absolutely painful and terrible that was in g4 we had more mats but we were limited on the ship side quite a bit more
0: So as you're progressing through here, you have found. um, Let me ask you this question: monetarily, like if we if we put all your progression into dollars spent, do you fundamentally feel that G five is dollar for dollar cheaper than G four was two years ago?
1: Yes, I do. If if, making the assumption, remember that I had, you know, like I have a max trip. So, from a pure ops, I, I think we'd have to calculate it out. Mm-hmm. I think from a ops plus ship upgrades, it has been cheaper, you know, to date. So,
0: are parts that, and a, that's
1: just my feeling.
0: Are parts a big part of the equation in the G5
1: ships? As you get to the higher tiers, they are. Um, the lower tiers are much more affordable than the lower tiers on G4 um, are or were. And I I don't know about the highest tiers because, I mean, I don't have any reason to go up higher than tier seven or eight on anything right now. Um, so I, I, it's, it's hard to say, but I do know from a spend perspective, uh, the vast majority of my spend was during G4. If you take everything I've spent the entire time, the vast majority was G4. Well, we've
0: had this conversation. We've kind of speculated. Now that you're here, let me let me ask you the point blank question. Uh, Bubba Joe and I had this conversation before G5 ever came out. There was fear amongst the VIP community. There was there was genuine I don't, maybe fear is not the right word, Bubba Joe. But there was there was an ultimatum, right? The the VIP community kinda, as a general consensus, kinda said, listen, if G5 is a repeat of G4, ain't doing it. You know, not spending through it. Maybe, maybe I'll keep playing, but I'm going to slow my roll. I'm just going to kind of go. Then G5 comes out, Scott, and within 42 days, we have you at 59. We have, and, and if you don't care, I'm going to bring her up. We got Neotech, who's confirmed a 60 today. Can you uh, – so, so fundamentally, if, if the VIP community was, was going to say to Scopely, listen, not doing that again, all right, then I have to imagine that something – Enticed you to go ahead and move forward What was that What did you see when G5 launched That said oh you know what Maybe maybe this is worth My money again
1: Yeah I mean So a couple of things One I think you know having TNG ships Is a driver for a lot of people I mean a lot of people are in that Sort of you know Mid 30s to 50 age bracket um, and, and that was right know kind of during our time uh i think the second thing is definitely the cheaper like i wouldn't have spent what i spent before i mean i'd be i'd be divorced right now if i spent what i spent before (laughs) um it's a miracle my wife didn't kill me after that so i think that is probably the big thing and then for me personally too i mean i had a, a really ridiculous amount of resources saved up and so the first couple levels were were very simple um and, you know, I think there's a lot of guys that are in that. The fact that you can get to 56 and it's not terrible is a good driver for a lot of people because, you know, the the uncommon and rare G5 are, are interesting. They're, um, even if they're not canon, they are they're they look more like what Star Trek ships people are used to. Um, so there's, you know, there's, there's some interesting stuff. The bad news is the content isn't there for G5, but... Um, you know, the collectors are, are going to want to collect if it's within reach.
0: So a, a second ago, I, I brought up, and I and it was funny because before the show, when I announced that you would be here today, there were a few individuals, <clears throat> Criminal Ripper, who, who wanted me to goad you a little bit. And, and so I do have to ask, uh, not in a goading way, but Scott, what is your relationship with Neotech? Do you guys communicate? Because you clearly are in a class your own. I mean, the way that you guys play the game, the way that you guys advance and progress within the game is probably very, very similar. Do you guys yeah. communicate?
1: No, you know, I, I got to be honest. I, I don't, and I will say I've had a couple conversations with her a long time ago, and she really nice as far as I can tell. Like, I, I have no problem with her whatsoever. Um, my gut feel it like, my... Just being honest, my gut feeling is she is in a financial class above my own. <laughs> um, uh, so you know, I, I'm not surprised that she is at uh, at 60. And I mean, good good for her. I I think kind of my sweet spot spot has always been in the, um, know, the ships being right? the ships and and <laughs> crewing and and things like that. It's not I don't I don't really care to be the top ops. It's more has to do with does it meet my goals? What I want to do.
0: Well, the content along the way, and that's one thing, that's kind of been, I'm certainly not going to say that it's your claim to fame, because you, within this community, within Star Trek Fleet Command, or at least within the content creation team, within, you know, people who engage in Discord, uh, whether it be in, in the official Discord, or here in Talking Trek, or even in the VIP community, you you know, for that niche of person, you're a household name, all right? Now, (laughs) I I joke with someone. Someone teased me when I said that uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, you know, but here's the thing. We all have our circles. We all have our interests. If, if, If I drop the name Will Wheaton, everybody here knows who that is. If I mention that to my wife, she has no clue, all right. If you play Star Trek Fleet Command and you listen to Talking Trek or you listen to Rev Deuce or No One Shall or or read what Karnak writes or if you're on the official Discord or if you have an Alliance member who's a part of the VIP channel, you know the name Scott Corrin. So I would imagine that that part of this interest to you has been blazing the path. That's actually why you're here today. You have discovered what you feel to be an ideal crew – in situations uh as pertaining to uh, certain ships right like you were prepared to come here today and actually tell us what you have found to be optimum on almost all the ships because that's what you've done you've built them all right can you tell us what's in your
1: shipyard right now yeah sure so um and uh the, the, the answer the answer is a lot of films for most days but uh you know, PILUMS plural with an S. Yeah. On the end. <laughs> yeah well, so <laughs> the the thing about it is that, so grinding, you know, grinding in the fifties, um, <laughs> grinding, grinding in the fifties is not like grinding in your thirties, you know, or in the twenties. Um, and I hope, I hope grinding in the fifties is great, by the way, I look forward to that. Uh, but for grinding in, you know, kind of the 52 to 55 range, there's a lot of different interesting things you can do because Obviously PMC is not there now All that being said the the ideal grinding spots unfortunately still and even that the highest levels are That sort of 52 range where you get pure survey ships That's um, I think that's a little bit of an oversight on scopely to not have a mid-range base system uh, in the 50s but you know as far as what's in my my shipyard uh, when I'm grinding most of the time, I'm going to do as much as I can with my rare G4. So like, I think we've talked on the after show when I dropped in about if you have a, like your goal in game, if you're not there yet should be a rare G4 ship. That's, that's going to be what you're going to grind with. And you absolutely can grind with them in those, you know, 51, 52, 53 borderline, 54, 53 is really about the, the end point there. Um, but your rep gain is just as good as if you're taking, you know, some G five ship up into 57s. So, you know, all that being said, kind of like people have asked me, what are, you know, what are some of the crews you use? Uh, So we'll kind of, let's run through my, my general grinding crews. uh, And then I can talk about some of the specialty stuff, like the cool stuff we found on the G fives. So, you know, first of all, I always take my, least good ship that I want to grind with. I'm going to grind with multiples, put Pike Mero Chen and grind 51s in the new area. So I have a pillum that I grind 51s, Pike Mero Chen. Um, that is, it still works. They, they take a bigger chunk, but you know, it's, it, it works. Everybody knows it works. It's great. Now, if you have a, you know, a high level G four rare or a G five or sorry, a, a G four epic, um, my kind of new favorite crew for your highest ship you want to use. If you can kill the things in that you want to kill in two rounds or less, uh, then the mud old man mud plus two synergy crew, uh, is probably my favorite. And I don't know if you guys covered this or not. DJ, did you guys go over this at some point?
0: We, I mean, listen, we've talked a little bit about crew and, and we have talked about the muds, uh if you're referring to what you sent me this morning, no haven't yet i kind of oh, okay. kind of reserved that for you because i I was actually Scott, I was gonna i was gonna claim like one percent credit on that all right M- maybe one and a half percent because because Let's- Scott is a trailblazer right he goes out he learns he brings it all back i can't tell you how much content scott has has brought to you guys. Via this vehicle, like through talking track, he messages me. He says, Hey, look at this. Or he sends me video or he, you know, looks at this ship or or whatever. It's always awesome. Um, you were on a show here not long ago. You were watching a show where we were discussing board grinding. Bubba Joe ripped. You remember when we were talking, we were trying to figure out how to kill a level 33 Borg probe before the rail gun. All right. In one round Correct. before the Doom. rail gun. And Goon was what we came up with because, all right, and just to refresh your guys' memory, if we take a look at Goon and we look at his captain's maneuver, it was a significant increase to uh, crit chance, okay? Uh, As a matter of fact, by himself, stand alone, it's a 20% boost to crit chance. Now, his synergy, I think uh, you can get up to 20%, but if you put him with Old Man Mud, which is what we did, They were the same synergy group, so I only got 15% out of that, Bubba. So I still went in with a a plus 35% critical chance on top of whatever the ship was running. Plus, I had Old Man Mud on the side card, which offered me a percentage proc chance to double my shots. Then also, we had Harrison in the third slot. Bubba, why, why... can you briefly explain
5: why that crew? Because there were multiple opp- well, there were multiple so, so, opportunities for it to succeed. Exactly. So that crew what that crew was trying to do was get a critical hit in the first round or two shots in the first round and using Harrison to basically all but eliminate the shield mitigation so it was all going directly to hull and then even if you weren't just quite strong enough to kill them with that than what you actually get through mitigation and shields in round two when uh, a majority of your guns fire should be able to finish off the ships you're finishing off in two rounds so that's that was what that was the theory behind it and it, it worked reasonably well depending on the tier and strength of your uh, of your ship that you were using so it was a very interesting crew it
0: is it, I mean for yeah. Borg who thinks about using the outlaw crew right uh, and then John Harrison. And, and the reason that it worked so well is because you had two different chances to succeed. If Goon gave you a crit, that combined with Harrison took out the hostile. If Goon did not crick, uh, then you could rely on Old Man Mud to double your shots. And if that happened, that combined with Harrison would take out the hostile before the railgun. All right? So I, Bubba Joe, uh, was super excited when I was having a, a conversation with Scott, and I brought up this specific crew, and he said, "Huh, that's actually really interesting, all right? Uh, because, you know, that's not one that I'd considered before. Just good old-fashioned, uncommon goon hanging down there, okay? Not something I thought about. Well, the conversation ended. The conversation yeah. ended, and, and we moved forward. and Scott sends me a message. Uh, I don't remember if it was yesterday or today, and and you said, "Dude, like... I want to show you something. And you sent this screenshot, all right? I'm going to post it in the graphics room for you guys to see. Uh, let me find it here real quick. Uh, Karin. There it is. I'm going to post these two screenshots, folks. And, Scott, while I'm posting these, if you don't care, go ahead and explain what we're looking at.
1: Yeah, so, so let me – I'll start it by saying – so I use old man mud, regular mud, and um, one other synergy on one of my other grinding ships. So, you know, that for the, for the 98% to shield mitigation, zero damage, if you have that research. So they were kind of taken away. Now for what you're looking at there, and by the way, I'm not looking at it right now. Did I put, the, did I have uh, Roe on there at the time?
0: We did, we've got Goon, <clears>
1: Roe, <throat> Ro, okay. and Harrison. All right. Perfect. So, uh, right here, you're looking at the, the Klingon rare, which by the way, I was skeptical about the Klingon Explorer, um, purely because of the lack of, of firing pattern. Now I knew the guns would do more damage, but I I was still pretty skeptical now. So what you're looking at here and I, and I had been using, when I tried to do a similar crew, I was using data, some sort of synergy. Um, I think Picard, and then, uh, and then Harrison just playing with it. Uh, goon is significantly better than that than data in that regard. Actually, in <laughs> data is useless in all regards. Thank you. Thank you. Today. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Roe has max synergy with goon, uh, and has a good chance of adding damage. Um, the really interesting thing here is that for a high damage output, uh, even low tier. I think it was tier two. i did that i took it up one more tier just to see what i could get up to uh just to to see what would happen if i put Lorca on instead of row what 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 kind of crits i got direct to hole and the answer is like 54 million (laughs) but uh yeah the uh you know it's the same thing as what they were talking what you guys were just talking about um with a slightly different twist in that row adds damage i don't need a whole lot more damage added but for some people that could be really useful um especially at the lower levels. Uh, and then two, that, that full synergy to try and ensure a crit. So this is a, you know, a tier two Klingon Explorer rare. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Um, and that, that actually replaced one of my other grinding crews cause I, I like it so much. It's, it's a cool and, and sort of fun. You, you only take, you know, in my case, I took like one round of, of damage there. Um, but it, it is cool too, because it means that if you're using, you know mud mud yuri or or something else uh using the other muds on a different ship uh you can still get that full synergy and still do um, some pretty good grinding with it so i i i, I do give you guys credit for that because i was trying to with data and i just didn't get near the crits with that you know max 21 percent as i do with 40 percent obviously well
0: in all fairness you know i i was hopeful for data <laughs> you know and i, I was kind of Hopeful, You know, at Tier 4, Tier 5, Hugo's been telling me mathematically he's just not going to get there. On the other hand, though, he, you know, was a combination officer that could be used with Picard and, and Beverly to potentially, potentially replace Chen was my hope. That was where I was kind of hoping that Data was going to end up going was that, that the use of Picard, Beverly, and Data was going to give you something that you could literally grind with. Um and, and Scott, so you guys know I've invested everything, Bubba. I've invested every drop of trade XP into getting data. And and he that process is going well for me. I'm I'm halfway through tier two already. I'm doing well. I'm gonna have a max data within a few months. Or I was. <laughs> and Scott sends me a message like, hey, sorry to derail everything you're doing. Data's terrible. And I'm thinking to myself.
5: Well, oh, crap. Data is halfway between a regular officer and a Borg officer in terms of stats. So he's going to be a stat, you know, if nothing else in lower decks.
0: Well, you know, I'll listen, and, you I mean, know,
5: I'll keep working on it, you know. just, it's, just...
1: it. and we we I know we beat that horse to death last week, but I, the thing to keep in mind is that this this goon thing only works if you can kill it quickly. So if you desperately need, you know, um, critical chance for something. He's not. He's not completely worthless now. For most people grinding, he's he's just not going to be there. And that, you know, with not going back into the mechanics of it, it's it's disappointing for sure. But I will say that um, it, it really highlights the need we talked about last week to have an officer that gives you piercing, much like you know Moreau or Five or Bev does with mitigation across the board. Um, we just don't have something like that, and it's it's frustrating, for sure. You for know,
0: and the reason that that can work, people have asked about, Scott, they've asked about why can't we get another Chen? Why can't we have another Talon or another Chen? Well, mathematically, Ripper's explained this. Mathematically, you can't, because they, they would break each other. However, what you can do, as you just mentioned, I mean, we've got officers that provide mitigation, uh, and, and we have... An officer that provides piercing, but he's—I mean, on a substantial level—but he's exclusive to armadas, and that's in six of ten. We don't have anything that just overwhelmingly pushes the hostile down to, like you say, the point where you can kill it quickly. As a matter of fact, and, and and this is kind of an example, Bubba, of things coming full circle. Uh, in this game, because as Scott was talking to me about the need for increased piercing, and then I kind of got to thinking about, <laughs> I kind of got to thinking, like, what goes best, like, if you can overwhelmingly, uh, you know, over, pierce the, the opponent, their mitigation is, is low, as low as 16, 18, 20%. And if that happens, then you've got the full weight of, of one of your shots going through, but then you still have this 80-20 thing, right? So then I kind of got to thinking, you know, Scott, how much have you found a use for Harrison in in your grind? I mean, if you are able to kill a hostile in a round or two, does Harrison push you to being able to do that in, in one round, for example?
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's it's right now it's Gunro Harrison on one, it's Pike, Moreau, Chen on another. It's uh, Yuki, Lorca, Tilly on another. It's Moreau. By the way, you get, you should all, if you can't kill something because you lose shields, you should all use Moreau as captain before they fix her. Uh, it's Moreau, <laughs> uh, Kang, and Trevonic. No idea what uh, about. And, Yeah, and then, and then it's uh, five, uh, Marcus, because I'm grinding feds with it, and Khan, and then the last one is Mud, Mud, Yuri. So, and, and there's other ones too, right? I mean, like, the, the hater crews for the individual factions still work well. Um, I'm, I'm still playing, right? Like, when you're talking six combinations, there's always a lot to, to mess with. But the I, I, I do love using Harrison on hostiles. And I know, like, uh, one of the guys show in my alliance was using Harrison on the Vidar, before, like, day one. Um, I don't remember what the... I think it was five Harrison something. Uh, probably Kang. And so, you know, there, there is great use for some of the, you know, some of the older officers. And quite frankly, a lot of the rare officers are, are like, pretty fantastic, even compared to a lot of the epics. So, you know, those are easier to max for people. Um, and anywhere you can find something that's helpful for your particular level, your particular ship, uh, you're going you know, to be in good shape. It's, you don't have to have all these epics maxed. I think that's probably the one piece of advice I always give my alliance guys is you don't have to max all the epics. Um, and even the rares, if it's a captain's ability, you don't have to max them either. So,
0: there's definitely priority. We've talked about that here uh, about the officers that, for example, let, let's use this one for example. Now, stats notwithstanding, but if we're referring to abilities, Ska. I see absolutely no reason why anybody should want one single extra shard of Borg Barrett. All right? There might be yeah. something down the down the line, but right now here today, get the unlock, be done. Get the unlock and be done. Now, you know, let me ask you this. We have had a lot of conversation about Sela. Here's an epic brand new to the arc, introduced this past weekend. We'll we can talk about the auction Mechanics a little bit later, I know Bubba's pissed about it. Um, Sela as an officer with ability. what do you see there? All right What do you see inside SeLA Because I see potential, but i don't I, I see that potential at like tier four, tier five Now I was also kind of kind of hoping that you know we could see something similarly amazing out of data. Obviously that did not deliver. What do you personally, Ska, as as a trailblazer in
1: this game, what do you see out of Sela? Are you chasing her? Uh so they I, I did for this round, but it was just as a collector. Um I honestly I, I hate ones that are specialized on things that you have to buy. So, you know, being increasing, increasing critical damage when you're cloaked i i don't like to cloak like i'm not going to go grind cloaked um and for me personally there's not even a cloak for like my sanctus yet which is annoying um so there's that i i think the decrease in critical hit chance may be useful later on um particularly when it becomes g5 versus g5 and scopely aren't complete idiots they they understand some of what's coming um i'm not a massive fan though i mean for most people like if you went after the epic war, you're in a lot better shape than going after, you know, her. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm not huge on her. It remains to be seen. I also don't PvP a ton, so there's that.
0: Well, <clears throat> I would imagine that PvP for you is is not engaging, right? I mean, would you? Are you a PvPer? Would you do it more if you could?
1: Oh, uh, you know, when I was. Uh people on my server so when i first started um i i was probably the largest pvp as far as just daily fighting because i was fighting the the time the largest alliance um and, and so i would i for sure enjoy it but there's just nothing that to really compete um and so it's not you know it's not worth it right now i i do enjoy it i don't like minor wars i think that's stupid but i like fighting other other ships and you know testing against other ships
0: uh, kind of jumping down the rabbit hole here a little bit because we don't know when it's coming other than scopely has said on the roadmap that that cross-server play is you know potentially within their six-month plan is that something that engages you as uh, as a player that's as strong as you are the you know level 59 with the biggest ships in the game before anybody had them do you find excitement in crossover
1: play? Or oh sure, I mean I, I i look I look forward to penetrating you, DJ.
0: <laughs> I and I look forward to being. <laughs> you know what? Nah, 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 no nah, nah. I,
1: stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about one. <laughs> okay. uh, no, no, for, for real though, I do I do look for I, I do look forward to. I mean, I hope that it is crossover. Um, I think that there's, you know, there's. Uh, Serve like I've got a uh, buddy on another server who, he's a level like fifty four, and he's just getting you know ganged up on every day by another like a level fifty six and uh, some of them on on, you know I I would love to go into that server. That's right? crazy I'd that love that's to go, happening. Go find it.
0: That's nuts that it, that's happening. Because there's there's yeah, there's a it, dozen of you. It would seem like how many how many G five rare ships are there in the game you probably know you probably know every single person who's got one how many of them are there
1: uh hang on off top of my head so mine evo uh doc tiberius um i think anders there's probably six or so i've got two so there's probably seven
0: or eight and tiberius is here on the stage he actually sent me a message earlier Uh, when you came up and he and he raised his hand uh, to to come back in and uh, so he has been waiting patiently to kind of to kind of interact and respond to some of the stuff you've been talking about before we we kind of open the floor because I do uh, want to open it up for some players to be able to kind of to pick your brain a little bit for maybe five or ten minutes if you guys are cool with that Um, before your segment we were transitioning in from the actual abilities, the core abilities built in the game, such as morale, uh, burning, and hull breach. There are, as you were talking in your hostile grinding cruise, it doesn't sound like there's a great use for those abilities themselves as you are, you know, grinding PVE. What are you using? What do you find is... Is ideal for you, like when you're doing something like armadas. I mean, are you using these abilities, and and if so, where do you find these abilities to be most advantageous?
1: Uh, yeah, so for armadas, I mean, I always run five lead for armadas just for extra loot. Um, so if you can, obviously, you should. Uh, I I run six on armadas, uh, and that's because even my Sanctus at tier seven still is i want to say it's at like the the armada the, the biggest armada the 51 um which i hadn't tried soloing till this morning um but i it? it was still oh yeah and actually I, it was a little underwhelming i was like oh, i should have tried earlier um, but the uh, Bubba's like
0: he's like, oh, I could have done that like three weeks ago. God, all the wasted credits.
1: <laughs> uh, God, no, <laughs> I know, I know. No, I like to share them with the alliance. So we, we have kind of the, you know, because if there's only one guy in the armada, nobody gets the, uh, nobody gets the second chest. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah. So six is helpful still, even with that, because it's mitigating 50 60 percent um, at the highest level. So I still like six. And then con. So for me, it's pretty straightforward. No it, it also varies by the sh- by the ship, right? Because um, if you're running G4 Epic, you obviously want your ship ability to fire. Um, the G5 ship abilities are all broken, just so everybody knows. So um, are all of them they-
0: like uncommon plus? Like are all of them ganked right now?
1: I I cannot tell you for sure. I can tell you that the ones that I tested the most were. Uh, the Corvus and Sanctus. Um, the one that's most obvious to test is the Sanctus because at my level it should take 17% shield per round, and it definitely doesn't. Um, that one's easy to prove. Uh, for the other, for the Corvus, I did a ton of testing to prove it wasn't. I have not tested with the Klingon ships, so I probably shouldn't be so broad. Uh, but it, and it took like I opened a ticket, uh, scopely closed the ticket, and then. Starbound, bless her heart, reopened the ticket, and then another dev picked it up, and so they're working on it supposedly. So um, it's uh, I'm, I've, great, great customer service there. Hopefully they get it fixed, but especially for the Sanctus, that's a massive ship ability, the, the best by far of any of the, the rares. So I look forward to that being fixed. But but you know, when it comes to our mod, it's pretty nothing has changed much. I do like you know, like Riker, I love the idea of it just takes so many rounds to, to do anything extra that if you have somebody burn it and run ash, you're going to be doing more damage cumulative than, than having Riker on there for essentially any ship, any level, um, even against, sorry, against fed armadas. So, uh, I, I wish there was a little more, um, sort of like a little, a little better, uh, balance where, you know, like, you need, um, you can run different players for different types of armadas or things like that. I, I, for group, you still obviously want, you know, somebody to run. whole breach is the most important one. Um, Wait, but what? outside of that,
0: what did he say? Which one? What Ripper? What did he say was the know, most right? important one?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just throwing that out there. You know, I, let me let me just ask you, yes or no? I, I claimed without knowing because I'm not there, Scott. But I claimed based on the math. It feels to me, and then looking at your screenshots, it looks to me like hull breach gets exponentially more important as your ship becomes more powerful because it's a net effect. I mean, if you take something that that throws 100,000 in damage and you got hull breach, then, you know, you're at 150, right? But if you're at 20 million, now you're at 30 million, right? Like, it exponentially grows with the capability of the ship. If you were ranking these three, and like I said, it doesn't sound like you're using them for hostile grinding, but if you were ranking the impact that these have as you progress into the later round or later ops levels of play in this game, where do you put these three abilities?
1: Uh, well, it's Hole Breach, Burn, Morale, in my opinion, um, which is the same as it was in. I, I won't say the same as it was in G4, because Burn, to me, having a Tribune was more important. But certainly in, in G5, it's... I mean, whole breach, regardless of ship, is by far the most important.
0: You had also mentioned a second ago that so far, out of everything that you've built, that the Sanctus appears to be your favorite. You cited the ship ability, uh, which of course is not functional at this point, but but you still maintain that the Sanctus is one of your of your better ships to fly. Why do you feel that way if the ability is not functioning?
1: Yeah, so it's it's film 2.0, right? So it's firing pattern, seven in the first round. Uh, it's speed. I like riding with an interceptor. Um, and by the way, the G5, so the, the research for G4 that increases speed in the outlaw tree increases it for G5 as well. So your G5 ships are actually the fastest ships, which is – in my opinion, as it should be. Um, so the G5 Interceptor is the fastest ship outside of specialty ships. Uh, Romulans inherently have whole health. Uh, and then the ship ability, removing shield against hostiles is just so much better than adding piercing because we all know that adding base piercing, you know, over and over again takes a long time to get you anything. So, you know, what ship hits the hardest right off the bat? It's the... the um, Klingon rare. What ship is still my favorite? It's, it's still the Sanctus, especially once they fix that ability.
0: Well, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would take that long to completely strip a shield, even at early tiers. You're at level uh, in the screenshot you sent us. You're tier two, level ten. That increases to eleven percent. So you know for the first five rounds of combat, of course, against the hostile, you're not likely going five rounds, right? Are, are you still would you let that shipability play out, or are you still trying to gank that thing in, like, one or two rounds?
1: No, because I, I, I'm grinding these 50, like, uh, even at 55s with the Sanctus, I can run uh, Mud Mud Yuri, and with my 2% uh, mitigation research, means I take zero hole damage, you know, 80% of the time. So I, I still run that. I, I do think, though, when I want to do my dailies, that's where it would really benefit, because those high-level like for example, the high level Fed hostels regenerate twenty percent shield per round, and so having that work would be a really you know a lot a really helpful because those those battles for me are eight nine ten rounds um, up at the top level.
0: Did I hear you right in that there are hostels? And I know the Ripper has been going through and looking at some of these abilities that that the PVE hostels have. Did I hear you say that? that higher-level Federation hostels actually have the Enterprise ability and they're regenning shield?
1: That is correct. <laughs> oh, so, God bless I, Yeah, it goes up to the, I think the highest I've seen is 20%, but even like the 53s are 15%. So now granted, since you're talking a percentage, those high-level ones have a lot more, so, you know, Adding 20% per round of a million shield is a lot different than adding 20% per round for, you know, 80 million. So uh, it's, I mean, it, it, it's nasty on, on those and fed hostels probably are the hardest to kill. I haven't killed a lot of the other ones cause I'm trying to max ROM rep quickly, but you know, all, all the hostels have ship abilities. They're just different per faction. Um, and, and they, I mean, they're, they're, they're rough. Uh, the 59 and 60s are rough. I, I think I showed a screenshot. The 60s are like 405 million power. So, it's no joke. Can you kill the Borg Mega Cube at warp 175?
0: Have you tried? The Borg Mega Cube Isn't there... Ripper, warp where warp is One. that thing? Bubba, where is it? Did they take it out of the game or is it still there? That
3: that has been
0: removed. <gasps> no, are you serious? They took it it's out? Gone. Yeah, it's, it's gone now. Ah. Oh! I would have. Lo- I wanted to see somebody kill it. I knew Scott could do it one day. Before you had the chance, they took away your prize. That would have been. Maybe that was so- what
3: like a hundred million power. Sure, he could kill them now. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. It's
1: it's. Uh, so I'll tell you a little story about that. So I got as my Tribune went up and my research went up. I got to the point where I knew I could kill it. In fact, I knew there was somebody in in my. Uh, whale discord that that killed it with a hegta um but quite frankly i actually liked having something on the map that could uh that i could self-destruct on at any given time it was (laughs) so they kind of took away one of my game features
0: (laughs) so that was like that was your quick ticket home you knew you could always fly there and get home real quick
1: yeah it was and and you know the the times that i had to use it wasn't tons but there was occasionally times where it was a shorter path to getting home than you know, if like trying to True. trying to move something around and get my disco back and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I <laughs> that that one. So the uh, that one was pretty easy, is was is well within the grasp of, of G four, let alone G five. Um, same thing with that the outlaw one. I, I killed that with my tribune like a couple months ago. So they there really isn't anything in game. That is unkillable at the moment which is too bad because it's always good to have something that's you know you can't kill
3: let me ask you one last question and Wait, then we'll killed we'll... the level 60 hostiles already well if he's yeah, the, yeah. the
1: sanctus yeah sanctus could kill him if i uh it takes a good chunk but i can i can kill him that's lame
0: <laughs> let me ask you one question and then we'll we'll open up to the community actually if, if you don't care to stick with us i know that you didn't have all this time slotted. Uh, What we'll do is uh, let me ask this one last question. We'll take our final break. And when we come back, we'll open it up to the community's questions. You guys can raise your hand, send your questions to Stevens, Aaron or truck and chick for screening. And we'll invite you to the stage. Scott, what do you want to see in this game? And I know it's not anything to do with your teaching. We've talked about crew and, and the the abilities and all that stuff. Let me just ask you right now. G five has been out for 40 days. Uh, I don't believe that Scopely expected you to be where you are. Uh, I I think that Scopely figured they had more time. Um, For example, what's your reputation at right now? Now, you're doing two, right? You're doing ROM and Klingon, keep in mind, folks. What are your reputations for those at the moment?
1: Yeah. and By the way, I'll try and think of a different answer of what I want in game other than Underwear Carol um so <laughs> that's an acceptable answer uh, sorry
0: okay no it's not
1: uh, bad deal. uh Romulan is yeah Romulan is uh 8 billion uh 850 million out of uh not so I've got 6 billion to go on uh to lock that one and Klingon is at four point almost 4.7 billion roughly
0: out of 15 billion is where the next lock comes uh, and and to that point, I don't think Scopely expected anybody to be there. All right, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, if G four lasted two years, Ripper, we've talked about this. G four lasted two years for that ten levels. Uh, I I can't imagine that they expected or or maybe even are pleased that you're there already, Scott. So what? comes next I mean here's the thing you're going to be a level 60 let's even say you slow it down you want to you be able to build all these epics you're going to clearly go back and and grind out your third rep let's say you're done with that project in six months because let's face it based on what you've already done six months is probably overestimating how long it's going to take you to to finish exploring the content that level 60 has to offer do you have you mapped it out what do you expect? Before you are yeah, it's, done with this expansion,
1: yeah. So the uh, I've been to every system. the The new Borg systems are completely empty. There's nothing there yet. Um, the highest level, uh, sort of other systems. There's there's hostels there, and there's bases in some places. That there really isn't anything. It's not ready yet, um, which is okay because the player base I don't think is ready yet. Uh, so there's not not a lot. I I do expect that they will add stuff what i'm really hoping for is it's been a while since we had a new really exciting mechanic um i I just you know way missions are great and some of the other stuff is great i i would love to see and i was telling uh some of the other guys about this like i'd love to see another teamwork based mechanic um armadas was great territories was great but everybody's kind of kind of been there so you know, something new and different, uh, that allows you to work as a team, because that's really the most fun about being in an Alliance, right. Is, is working as a team. And those are the guys you talk to and, and hang out with when you're playing.
0: That's the community. That's, that's kind of why most of us are even still here. Uh, and, and, you know, for you, like you say, the game is not the game without your team and without the community and without even being able to teach. And, and and you know come out here and say hey listen here's the crew that i've got and not only teaching community but maybe we could even argue teaching scopely uh about some of the stuff that you have found and discovered what do you expect for you before you tap out g5 time
1: wise are you are you thinking six months um for all of g5 that's a great question i'll I'll be to rom in a few weeks uh all of G5, I mean, I, I definitely hit a wall after the first two reps. So I, I would say it's likely to be four months, roughly. six, Four to six. Just depends on how motivated I am after I lock Klingon. So.
0: <laughs> and Ripper, we spent two years from 40 to 50. and And arguably, the vast majority of the player base, Bubba Joe, is not even engaged in G4 yet. So how long do you think that 50 to 60 was supposed to last? Because they can't, I mean, can they expect that, that G5 is only a one-year expansion and, and then further divide the ocean? Bubba Joe,
5: I don't, no, I don't feel like no, they can. I'm sure, I'm sure G5 was intended to be two years. Um, it, 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 not, certainly not less than that.
0: Yeah, Scott. here's the well, question that's reasonable.
5: <laughs> Scott here's says, hold my beer, baby. Let's go.
2: But also, just to be clear, not everyone can grind like Scott.
0: <laughs> obviously. and then, Yeah, obviously, I get and, that. You know, and, he's, he's and, in a world and, all his own. But, I mean, still, you know, there's – listen, V-Ready, there's a lot of players. Uh, oh, let me rephrase. There's a lot of level 50s who, who were level 50 90 days ago. They are 52 and 53 and 54 today, all right? Nowhere in the history of this game, in the history, now today joining the game, sure, you could do an Ops level a day or an Ops level every other day, but, I mean, we're talking 40 days in, and some people have picked up four and five Ops levels out of ten, okay? Let's just say at 55, somebody's halfway through, all right, in 40 days of a two-year expansion, I can't imagine that Scopely w- was was expecting that to happen. Well, but they yeah, must so be you know, happy too you're... because
2: they giving so much money.
1: I mean, a lot of people are <laughs> going to spend it. No, the pr- the problem the problem is that they left. They made G four too expensive for too long for the player base. But by the way, Viretti, that's the first time a dude said that to me. I've had a lot of women tell me that, but that's the first time a dude said that. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: listen, <laughs> uh, Ska's a free-to-play, ready. I don't know what you're talking about, okay? There is no uh, financial exchange going on here in any way, shape, or form. All right, folks, here's what we're going to do. Uh, you guys have the chance to ask the pod. Uh, it's a double entendre, Bubba Joe. A pod is a group of whales. You get it? But it's also a podcast? It's so funny in my head. You guys have an opportunity to ask the pod coming up. You can ask in chat form here or you can uh, PM your question to a moderator and we will invite you to the stage. You have not only Ska, but golly, and, I, and I've, been completely, I've been completely ignorant of, my, of uh, our second guest Ska, but Tiberius is here as well. He hasn't said a word. He hasn't asked to say a word, but he's like, where Ska is, I must be to counter his evil. Uh, and so Tiberius is here as well, and Tiberius, if I'm not mistaken, you're also, like, upper 50s, right? Like, 50, you told me, you just built a rare, right? So, 50, at least 56, right? Mm. He's quiet. See, I ignored him too long, Scott. That's my fault. I'm a bad host. Uh, we'll take our... Uh, final break, guys. When we come back, you will have a chance to ask the pod. So get your questions ready. Obviously, the second piece of the show being very G5 heavy, but definitely what you can look forward to. And and listen, let's not pretend that some of these crews that he gave you couldn't maybe potentially be useful to you now. Goon is an incredibly well-kept secret and could actually change some of your gameplay if you're needing to shorten those rounds up a little bit all right so we will be back in just 60 seconds my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast with special guest scott corin right back after this break hang on
1: this program is made possible in part by a grant from fruit and fibber the breakfast cereal that lies about how good it is for you
7: It's the game show that's firing the competition. Introducing
8: Wheel of Cancelled. I'd like to buy a vowel, please.
7: Hey, man, check your privilege. Some people can't even buy food, let alone a freaking vowel.
1: Take a spin with the first game designed exclusive for the Woke Outrage Mob.
8: I'd like to solve the puzzle, please. Okay, what's the famous saying from Neil Armstrong? That's one small step for man... One giant leap for mankind.
7: Oh, I'm sorry. We don't see gender here. That's one small step for they, one giant leap for people kind. Wheel of Cancelled. Now playing
1: all on television and coming soon to a Twitter war near you.
8: From the makers of Taibo comes the self-defense course for traveling this holiday season. Introducing Flybo. (laughs) Mask mandates and long delays have everyone bringing extra baggage But with Flybo, you'll never miss a connection Out of my way, dummy Never worry about in-flight violence again Our one-hour video will teach you to be your own wingman If you put your seat back, I'm going to hit you with my cat carrier (laughs) Flybo, your one-way ticket to an unbeatable experience Sheriff Whiskerson,
5: come back
8: Go coolin' at a bar, and I'm looking for some action But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction The girls are all around, but none of them wanna get with me My threats are fresh and I'm looking deaf, yo, what's up, what a Loc? The girls was all jockin' at the other end of the bar have a drink with some no name when they know that I'm the star so i got up the over to the Welcome other back side everybody. Of good afternoon. Guy, Why are you so good blind? evening said,
0: and good morning wherever you're listening in to Talking Trek Live. I am your host Ultimate DJs with special guest Scott Corin, level 59 and builder of ships. He is with us here today. Uh welcome back. I appreciate you guys all being here. Scott, when you walk into a room, alright. Like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna picture this. I'm gonna close my eyes for a second, all right? And I'm gonna picture you walking into a room. Like you're you're a man of presence. You walk in, you demand presence. All right. If you could name your theme song when you walk into a room, what would it be?
2: Oh you man, gotta that's, a, have that's a
0: great gotta have a theme song, right?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's not it I, I, Honestly, it's, it's tough to say <laughs> I, I was looking at my post I I, I was actually going to request Something uh, like uh, Pueblo Cafe for the way in Just, just a nice, lighthearted hearted uh, Gangster rap but, there, you, yeah, um. there you go Good
0: old school gangster rap Okay um, Listen, you guys have an opportunity to ask the pod Some questions are coming in in chat and uh, you guys are welcome to raise your hands as well. Also, would like to welcome Tiberius to the stage. Tiberius, do we have you back now? We had some trouble uh, in the beginning. Do we have you on our stage? You guys, I don't have him. You guys, somebody said that they, they actually did hear him before the break. I don't have him. I do not. Yeah, no, I don't have him, Tiberius. I can hear him. Can I'm you? able to hear him. Uh, Tiberius. Really? Uh, you might, yeah. Ape says he can hear him. Lumaflux can hear him. I, I, don't have him. See, this is this is where Discord no, this, is super on, awesome. Be,
3: how is this even possible?
0: It's not. It's not possible. How is it possible? Discord is so terrible. Scott, please. Here, I have. You know what? Yep. I have a potential investment opportunity for you, <laughs> <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> no Scott. Scott, buy Discord. Okay. Hire Ripper and fix this shizzle. Because it's awful. Okay, it's just so bad. I'm sure. The same
2: thing
8: happened to
0: me
2: a couple of weeks ago. Remember? I mean, only uh, Mark could hear me. None of you could hear me. It was so funny. It was so yeah,
0: stupid. yeah, I, absolutely. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Um, and and no, I mean, listen. With all due respect, if I don't have him, I can't hear him. I can't interview him. Okay, guys, that that, that doesn't work. Okay, sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not psychic. Okay, that doesn't work um be a translator (laughs) tiberius try one last thing for me uh hop out of the out of the room actually force close your your app and and
1: we uh, we can i just heard him
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad it's so bad um all right i've got john trek who uh is coming up to the stage uh john you've been invited uh you got a question for scott corin level 59 go right ahead oh john's not on this there you are john what do you got for scott hmm so good does anybody have john I don't have I he's asking me if i like
1: the sound of silence i, I like the original and the disturbed version
0: <laughs> okay oh did he legitimately ask you that or are we just talking about the sound no, of silence? no I, yeah because i got no, no, nothing like,
8: discord you uh, suck so bad
0: i can't wait I to get sued. No i'm gonna love to love get sued by them God. one day it's gonna happen i mean well, i talk anyway, so much smack talked- Talk so much nope. smack about Discord. Oh, was John was John talking? What about Tiberius? We have you back now. <laughs> nope, 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 not here. Uh, All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll just we'll try Jay, it. And- can I ask you a question? Yeah, please, Bubba. Maybe we- do we have too many people on the stage? Do we need to clear out the stage? That's not it. That can't be it. Uh, go ahead, Bubba Joe, with your question for Scott
5: Corrin. So my question, Scott, is so obviously you're at level four- fifty nine in roughly forty days. Do you recall how long it took you to get to 50 uh, during the G4 time?
1: Oh, uh, longer. I don't remember how long, but it was longer. Um, I want to say like three months. Wait, what?
0: Three months? You were level 50 in three months?
1: Yeah, I was right after Epi, I want to say. Good night. Roughly. Yeah, you move quick, don't
0: you, pal? Dang on what so what did you what did, mean- you what did you do for a year and nine months?
1: Um <laughs> Well, I mean I was building I was building the grinding grab, building the ships, but I'd say the last nine months have been a lot of nothing, to be honest.
0: Ah. Oh, that just feels like a terrible experience, Rip. I, I like to 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 do all it's that and sh- then have
3: nothing to do. I mean, there was was there yeah. anything, Scott, that and, interests you? And D- they break it again. I can or I can tell you for a fact, Scobli did or d- Digit rather did not expect people to be at 4.4 4 billion rep within the first month, and they do not expect anyone be at max reputation this month, and maybe not even next month.
7: That is a fact.
0: Challenge issued, Ska.
3: Yeah,
7: <laughs> is <probably> <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, Probably not even to
7: the first quarter of next
0: year. Wait, was that? <laughs> who was that? Was that Tiberius? <laughs> That's Tiberius. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we
7: got Tiberius! Oh, yeah. We got him. He's back. All right. Hey, you got my guy on, so I'm gonna do everything I can to get on and back him up. Uh, thank so.
0: you. I appreciate that. So, wait, you two were in an alliance together?
7: No, we're, no, we just kind of came talk off. a lot. Yeah, we crossed paths, and I'm, I mean. I'll give it to him. Uh, he's been like a fatherly figure in this game for me. That just, I'm probably a couple. No, not a couple steps, but like I, I could go to 58 right now. Um, but I took first in the auction. But we were talking earlier today just about like the hurdles getting to 58 and um, like I'm building the second rare right now. So wow. So you, uh, so you've those, been
0: you've been grinding a ton of rep too. And, and yeah. you're ready to build a second rare, as in a, a separate faction, or are you building two of the same?
7: No, no, separate faction. So wow. Scott, Scott definitely has the ships to grind. I have the time to grind. So uh, I have the Rom, and I just did the Klingon. So I'm kind of, I'm a little bit impatient. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to go to fifteen billion. Um, so I just backed all the way down. So I'm kind of keeping them both at uh, four point four. And then I'm just gonna go back and grind fed, um, but i will say good...
1: this too. It's been it's been great having him because there really hasn't been anybody in previous generations where we could kind of go back and forth on a daily basis and talk about this stuff. So it's been it's been awesome experience having him around.
0: Uh, yeah. Coming <clears throat> to the community chat uh, and asking questions, I do see one question here that we were able to get answered a little bit earlier uh and gobble says hey do the g5 ship abilities work no we we discussed that early at least not at this time they're not having any noticeable impacts, scott certainly not uh especially with the sanctus with the shield stripper just not working um you had mentioned your fondness for ata um what have you pursued out of away teams assignments 2.0 do you do you have every officer in the game max like what's your what's your situation with officers currently
1: well so like for i don't um the the officers that i like what i go after in ata is definitely board probes for one uh data and burn them not because i want them but because I'm trying to grind with six ships i i need some more max epics and quite frankly the packs just don't pull enough i'm uh, this kind of goes back to my i don't want to spend as much as i did before like i could just go buy all the packs and max a bunch of the tng but i don't want to i don't want to do that so you know officers uh i i think rep was what i was doing quite a bit of uh i recommend people do credits rather than rep um i was just trying to get you know progress a little faster but uh, my favorites right now are kind of the the shuttle ship thingies because they're flexible uh and then officers and probes do you
0: uh have you finished michael burnham you had told me i think maybe a month or two ago that that was an officer that you saw potential in because of the shield stripper. Where are you at with Michael Burnham?
1: Yeah, I think I, the more I toyed with her, I I wasn't loving what happened. Like I just, she just hasn't scaled well, but I'm, I think I'm at like 600 of 800 roughly. Um, So she'll probably be a nice solid below deck. I don't think her stats are fantastic. I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, you know, I run out of epics for below deck all the
7: time. So. How yeah, like I, I have her I ever maxed. Um on the bridge when it's like uh not a for sure win, but you're kind of iffy and running out of officers. Uh that that big percentage when she's maxed, it 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 does play. It, it it does help, but you know, she's is she gonna be your main epic on the bridge? No. She's uh more towards the attack, like maybe like a Gorkhan kind of stat boost.
0: Okay, all right, because uh, there, are, there are players out there that have been pursuing that because of the Shield Strip, maybe, you know, settling that in with Yuki and seeing if there was any kind of, you know, major benefit that could, that could happen there. So I'm just kind of curious about that. Uh, open to your questions here on Ask the Pod. Timster says, hey, uh, Scott, can we go back in time just a little bit? I really want the Valdor. Is it worth it? This is a G4 uncommon, and you have been quoted as saying in the past that the G4 uncommons generally, as a rule, are not worth owning, especially if the goal is try to push towards a G4 rare. The economy's growing. Uh Materials and resources are flowing better than they were when you went through it two years ago. Do you still stand by your advice to skip the G4 uncommons?
1: You know, I I think they're better now. Um, They're more affordable now. And kind of the thing brought to my attention more recently was, if you're going to be a ways out from getting your Rare, then, you know, why not get an Uncommon? So would I max it? No, because the top tiers are just not worth it. Um, But, you know, if you want a new toy to play with, to grind with, and, you know, want something else rather than your G3s, and you can afford the repair costs, which are a lot cheaper now. Um, I, I'm not against them like I was in the past. It didn't make sense a year ago. I'd say now it's it really is kind of an individual choice for sure.
0: You know, it, it's funny because I find myself in that exact same scenario. Uh, I have gotten my jelly to tier six. I'm an Ops 41. I am literally almost to 1 billion. I'm like 160 million points shy. Now, obviously, I'm worlds away from, from Ops 50, but at, at Ops 41, I could click the 42 at any given time, and I could build the Valdor. That said, I have put tons of gas and tons of parts into the jelly, getting it to tier 6, and and knowing, the whole reason I did that Sky, was because I didn't plan on building the Valdor. So I thought, instead of letting that stuff pile up, because my plan was to build the Pylum, and then eventually a Tribune. That was all I was going to do. I was going to go rum all the way. So if I skipped the Valdor and didn't have an explorer to build, well, then I could go ahead and put it into my, into my jelly and at least get some function along the way. Do In today's economic environment, and maybe this is tougher for you because you're not in the G4 space anymore, but is it too late? If somebody's invested that heavily into a jellyfish, is it too late to dig out and try to build a Valdor?
1: No, I don't I don't think so. I, I think that the you know the the upgrade from a jelly to a Valdor is so drastic. Um that you know, like I have a max jelly, right? That that cost me an arm and a leg. That is a regret. I knew it was gonna be a transitional ship. Um and it it was. Not the jellies are bad, it's just that the Valdor is a massive upgrade there. So I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. Like if you've got the rep and you have the credits, um and you're gonna be a while before you get to the um you know the rare then then why not um that's kind of my new take on it especially because i'm finding a lot of more people are in that you know for people that are in the hundred dollar battle pass a month or you know 200 bucks a month whatever it is range um it it might make a lot more sense to go with a, a valdor than to um you know wait it out and try and grind with your enterprise and, and jelly uh oh,
7: come the on, other thing know, too you, you know but, the jelly's worth the jelly's worthless
0: it's not been worthless to I mean,
7: me. No, no, <laughs> it's been no, good. No. The, but the, the joke, the joke on my server. Nobody will ask me what I think of the jelly. I'll just say, if unless you are, uh, unless you got peanut butter, that thing's no good. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do I, love I, uh, a
1: PB and i I'll say this though, DJ. I do want to. I don't want to back off this. So there's a reason that I have five pillows, aside from the fact that the rep gain is so much more substantial. You know, in especially at the high, at the, the new space where a single, you know, 51 is, um, what is it? It's like 38 K rep versus a 51 in regular space is like, I don't know, seven, eight K right. So yeah. You're talking a factor of four and then you add on your rare ship and it's a, it's even higher. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I hate to say don't, don't waste stuff that you would use on a rare. Now they're going to take different parts, obviously, um, I like somebody said something about your second faction, get the uncommon. I think that's a, I mean, I think that's a great idea. If you're a ways off on ops, um, use your, your other faction to get an uncommon um, because you're going to want to grind with your rare as soon as you can afford it. And that's why I'm not building. Yeah. That's why I'm not even grinding with my, my um, G fives. Really. It's, it's all my Pillums plus it's five, five pilums and one corner. Right. That's, kind of, that's the way that's what it looks like. So what does that mean for the average? It means if you're grinding toward, you know, you're at ops 47 or so and you're grinding rep up, you're going to want to grind with your um, rare as long as you can afford the, the repair bill.
0: I imagine that would be kind of a hefty repair bill. But at that point, I mean, if you've got five usable pillums, then is it Pilum or Pilum? I've always called it a Pilum.
1: I'm being told I don't that I'm know wrong. that's I, mean, <laughs> I, I always get I, what you know what? I, what after, you, what after you the, the narrow Nero thing last week I just I'm going to avoid saying anything
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're just going to call him uh we'll call him Naro all right Naro's been yeah. uh, been hooked up and uh and we'll just uh yeah we'll move move with that. hey
1: while we're while we're while we're talking grind can we just give a, an extra shout out to Ripper because Ripper's mod I don't know if I'm allowed to say that Ripper's mod for grinding is, Uh, like, game-changing. Oh, it's amazing. Game-changing. Ripper has
0: done (laughs) so much work for the community. A lot of it people know about. Some of it they don't uh, know about. But, yeah, Rip, I've gotten to the point, Scott, where I prefer to play on PC. Like, I, I will play on my phone but if if I know that I've got something that's going to be engaging like you know a heavy grind as you say or if I'm going to enter into PVP or if I'm going to go do a takeover thing I I come out and get on the PC because I have got I just I feel better about it you know I I got better mo- movement better motion I, I yeah. love it it's great it's a great mod
1: so some people some people are asking about why why it's better wasn't it, so with this mod like for me I can put all five I could put all my fingers on the number keys so if you if you go like one one takes you centers you on the ship on your first on dock a right so you can go one one find a hostel hit the space bar two two find a hostel hit the space bar three three find a hostel hit the space Mm bar um and for for anybody who watched my six ship grind on android video from a while like a long time ago think about how chaotic that was me trying to find my ships all the time um it's almost relaxing on pc it's cathartic
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a lot less clicks and and just it's more natural each of the ship docks has a number associated with it and and double tapping that number will basically perform the locate function it's really good now since we bring it up um, spirit gray says what is the mod it is available on ripper's discord but let me give you the disclaimer uh very quickly because as some people are asking, Master granola says, is mods uh, are they in breach of any scopely TOS? So here's the official line. All right. Modding is not permitted. Just because we bring it up, Scott, let me read the legalese, okay? Modding is not permitted, and modding would not be tolerated um, from literally anybody else, okay? Ripper is a unique case and actually works with the Scopely development team. That said, even his mod is not officially supported by Scopely, so, and I will add, unofficially, we've had no reports and no records and absolutely no known instances where Something bad has happened to somebody's account, like they gotten raided or something broke and, and they got locked out or anything like that as a result of using this mod. But the official line is anybody using this mod will not have official support. So if you screw something up and you ask for compensation, it will be denied. The use of Ripper's Mod is completely voluntary and at your own risk. That said, Ripper's Mod is amazing. Okay, nobody has been, uh, nobody's received any sanctions for using it. Scopely knows that it's out there, but officially it is not supported. It is uh, merely a tool from the community used to uh, make the experience a little bit better, Ripper. And really, don't forget the reason it was invented, which was Ripper's using it to actually fix bugs. So uh, there's a lot of stuff in the game that you have here now today that ripper actually made uh for example expanded zoom scott how do you like if you do happen to play on mobile uh what do you think about expanded zoom that was a ripper creation do you know that oh uh, well yeah I, I don't know how we played without it i know honestly. Right? <laughs> the, <laughs> the scalable ui i mean my goodness gracious it's so like if i log into blue stacks now it hurts my face it hurts my eyeballs i can't tell God, can't look at. It. Uh, I,
1: I I can't even put my phone hardly anymore.
0: <laughs> <But>
7: it, <laughs> oh yeah, the ratio is horrible.
0: Stewie Do, uh, Stewie Do says I've been getting a lot more luck with the ladies since I started using Ripper's mod. There you go. Okay. Wait,
3: what? We're talking about shenanigans. Yeah, we. You no, know, uh, we're not. A, we're not supposed to talk about it.
0: I gave the official line because Scott told the world how amazing it was, so I did come back and give the official Scopely response to using the mod. While maybe at the pod, possibly at the same time telling people that it's freaking amazing, I don't know. That's that's all I said. Okay. Uh, questions for Scott. The last uh, couple of minutes here. Questions for
5: Scott. I got one. Yeah, please go ahead. All right. So so Scott. So let's say you're uh, you're not you. Okay. Let's say you're someone who's like uh, 46 right now. Just got their rare ship. They're looking at probably a year, year and a half before they're going to be in position to get to say 53. Would you encourage these players to get a G4, G4 Epic ship or to just use their G4 Rares until they can get something even higher? Use your G4 Rare. I mean, yeah. if you want to get a G4 Epic because you like the G4 Epics,
1: do what you like. That's what this game's about, right? Do, do what you like. But if you want to be the most efficient you can be, use your G4 Rare. I haven't, I haven't touched my G4 Epics. You know, like I, I had saved all these parts to upgrade my Hegta, to upgrade my Ante, And instead, I dumped them all into, you know, low-level Pillums and corner <laughs> for grinding. So
0: DJ Gurr asked in the chat, I thought a G4 Epic was required to progress into Ops 53. That's actually not true. Um, yeah. There was, and I don't even think this is still running this month, Scott, but in month one in October, there was an event uh that had a prerequisite of having a G4 epic ship but that event is not running this month I don't think right it was just a kind of like an introduction an introduction to g5 space kind of event
1: I yeah I don't I didn't even see it necessarily i I wasn't even around for the first week or so of uh of G5 so I didn't I didn't see but I i I really would enforce like I really want to tell people like man, I don't want people to spend a ton of money on something if your goal is something higher. And I'd imagine almost everybody has a higher goal and I'm just not using my G4 epics for anything at this point. I I hate to say that, but especially by Tribune, I mean, that's a six figure like sad Mark, right? (laughs) Now you say it's a sad Mark, but,
0: but as far as the G4 epics go, it was the absolute best. And, and even here, what maybe two weeks ago, uh, I was uh, observing your chat, and you still had said, and this was about the Corvus. You had felt that the Tribune, because of its ability and firing pattern, was still vastly superior
1: to the G5 Uncommons. Do you it, still find that w- to be true? Uh, yeah, I mean at low tier, so a max Tribune versus the low tier G5 Uncommon, absolutely. There, I mean, there's a reason they nerfed the DD for the G5 epic on, on how many, like the burning, giving extra shots. And that's, and there's a reason they buffed the other, uh, G4 epics. And it's the, the, the Tribune is still op, um, even with lower hold than some of the other ones, I mean, there's just not a counter for extra shots. You can throw Severus on, but, uh, when you're talking, what's the most important thing in grinding, it's like lots of shots soon and its ability activates right away, full power right away right? Hegta has to build up. Hegta does quick, but it still has to build up. Ante ha- takes a long time to build up. The Tribune with Gigi, it's like boom, you know, right right off the bat, you're at full power. So I, I, I still love the ship. Um, it was just more that as as I went up and things got higher, I realized that the things I would use my Tribune for, I'm using my Pilum, um, and then the things that are really overpowered, I'm using my g5 so uh that's that's a unique case to me that's why i said if people like the ship still go for it i I wouldn't say you know absolutely don't i would just say if you're gonna uh, quickly or or relatively quickly get to g5 then you know the higher tiers as you go past three four it it becomes a lot more powerful with g5 uh even the uncommons now i i still don't love the uncommon ships for g5 to be honest yeah Um, but
0: See, I, I I think because it has long reigned supreme. Scott, you uh, and Bubba Joe and Gregor, you guys are the reason that I decided to choose Romulan for my G4 path. Like, the Tribune, for me, has just so long been a goal, it feels like it would be, like, ignorant of me not to build that ship just because of, of what its ability actually is. But, man, what an expensive ship to only find out you don't need, you know, three months later. And I, I've said that about my tier seven gladius if you go back and remember scott the g3 ships i fully right. regret building the gladius and the borel i mean great ships but they had such a short shelf life and and all the resources materials that that you put into something like that uh just so crazy.
4: It's,
1: that's the that's why G, i asked- g4, remember this oh sorry i was just gonna say the g4 rare will be a ship you use till the end of the game i mean that's just it's hard to argue with that Bob, go
0: ahead. And the reason, yeah,
5: and the reason I phased the fazed, phrased the question the way I did is I felt that you know for for a lot of players, like for me, I still use my tribune because I'm in the system that Ska recommended because you get so much more rep there. But I can't reliably kill them with my Pilum where it's at. Now I'm growing my pillum so I can get there or pylum, however we're going to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the my tribune with GG with an higher tier GG. Um, I am able to kill the 53s and 52s fairly regularly, whereas my pylum cannot. And so for me, it makes sense to have an epic. But if I had invested more into my pylum and gotten it to say tier nine or tier ten a little bit sooner, because it's still tier seven, whereas my tribune is also tier three or tier, tier six. So I got, I have the extra shots from the tribune. So I think it really just is a matter of your perspective. The, it is a long way to go from 46 to 56. It's a long way yeah. to go from 46 to 53. And so if you decide to really push into a rare, yeah, I could see that happening. But I also think that for some players, that's that's a pretty big hill to try and get into those higher tiers of the rare ships. But I, I, I appreciate. I, I, I think you're right. I think that the G5, now that we know it's there and they're so much bigger, I totally get that. That's why I not want to ask the question. But uh, the G4 rares are definitely something because, because of the loot bonus. Um, there are going to be something you use forever.
0: Guys, how yeah. is uh, in the early G5 space, like say 50 to, to maybe 53 or 54, Scott, how is G4 material acquisition? Like if if someone was pushing, would they still have the opportunity to go back and continue to enhance their pili? <laughs> Multiple, uh, plural. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'll say this. It. I hope you have a good stock for refining because uh, – as it happens, the best systems for grinding for G five are outside of disco range by one, Yeah, Uh... (laughs) probably intentionally, uh, which, which sucks. So, um, the, the answer is the packs can like still have all the G four, which is great. But from a collection standpoint, um, it definitely gets, it gets tough. And I, I didn't have as much stocked up as I thought I did. Um, on on a few things uh when i went back to try and try and level up some of those uh pilums. so you know i i do think that there's something to be said for really stocking up on whatever level you're at because uh, i struggle with collecting like g3 i find it almost impossible to find time to go down and collect so i just pull a ripper and you know pull it with faction credits <laughs>
0: he doesn't mind he doesn't mind anything so so you guys are finding like severe uh chokeholds bottlenecks on on previous content like g5 was uh in your opinion decent when it comes out but but it is ignorant of the prior expansion so you kind of got to be ready to cross that line once you cross it there's there's not a whole lot outside of cash there's not a whole lot of being able to go back to finish off right
7: well, yeah. I I think it depends where you left off, DJ. Like like what Bubba Joe brought up. Um, like when Scott's talking, you got to remember like he's maxed, like max max. Uh, all my epics they're they're not maxed. They're like level fifty, level forty five. So like I will use those to grind, but I definitely do use the rares. Um, but you know I took. Scott was at 50 much longer so while I was getting to 50 I was you know hoarding all that and then when you know and then I, I rate a lot as well too it's just that satisfaction and then once 50 uh, once it opened up 50 to 52 was a breeze and now you're focusing on 5g and that backfill was I gotta say it was it was, it really, it was pretty good. I think I was able to end up maxing the hengi just because of that. They had like the double refinery for like the first for two weeks. That was, that was great. Um, and it just goes into, it, I think the beginning of 5G is just like the beginning of 4G, how we're talking. You, if you want a Veldor, get it. Cause you're going to need one of them just to maybe get some of the missions done to get the bonuses from the research um uh, and i think Scott, i think didn't, didn't we we talked about this like earlier this morning uh when i i said i go i can't do it anymore i i want i want to i'm going to go Klingon because i want the epic Klingon um eventually uh i asked him like go. i'm thinking about skipping the uncommon for klingon just just Digging it out, you know, who cares if they're all ROM ships? Yeah, I won't get the bonus, but... And he was like, yeah, you know, just go for it. So...
1: I'm I'm getting all liberal in my old age. Go go for what you like. Do what you like. (laughs) You want want your your product to be your majesty? I'll I'll call you your majesty. (laughs) Um, uh,
0: I've got got an interesting question out of the chat, Ska. Have you ever been cracked? Has your base ever been raided? That's a fun. Um, oh, okay, question.
1: two different questions. Yeah, I had a I had a, a girlfriend that wrecked me pretty bad when I was young, but my base my base no my base I have been. I mean, uh, not for a very long time. Um, so one thing I'd say that that I'm should be better about is waiting till I upgrade everything to research. But I cannot stand incomplete research trees. So, you know, it's been since I was probably uh it's before I had my, my enterprise was the last time my original enterprise is the last time I got cracked.
0: Wow, so so thirty-three or down was the last time you've ever been raided. That's kinda Yeah, crazy. and
1: it's actually my, my uh my uh number two command in my alliance is the guy that cracked me. He was in another alliance at the time. So
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the, uh No, go ahead, V ready
2: okay i've been analyzing everything since last arc because i'm 49 i want to go to 50 i have to decide between 50 and 51 is the g4 and g3 resources that you're getting from the arc now good enough or should i stick at 50 for a while
1: Ooh, uh so i'll i'll say this the from the arc i need to look i'm not sure i don't pay much attention to the battle pass I will say the resources in the daily events are a lot better than they've ever been. So even though I know that somebody was saying earlier that they, you know, it takes a lot to on daily stuff to get to do a bit, you know, like a dry dock or something, but there's way more that we're getting in the everyday stuff now than we used to. In fact, some of my everyday stuff is probably better than some of the like
2: SLBs, which is funny. No, I'm not talking about resources. I'm talking about materials.
0: And and are you because are you referring are you referring to G
2: four like what we were just talking yeah, about? Last month we did not get G four or G three. This month you are. So I'm wondering if that is enough for me to jump to fifty one, or should I stick at fifty for a while and bang some for G four? That's
0: probably a hard question uh, for you to answer because your stuff's
1: done, yeah. right? Like you just said, everything's done. So yeah, it's just it's all dependent on on kind of person to person i mean if you are if you're still working your g4 depends on are you buying packs right if you're buying packs the answer is upgrade your ops if you're buying packs upgrade your ops because you're getting more per pack um if you're not buying a bunch of packs then maybe maybe it makes sense to stay can you still do your dailies there's you know a lot of sort of factors in there
2: yeah no i could do all my dailies but i don't want to i'm trying my best not to spend so <laughs> that's he's the a free why to why play out. 50 ska
0: He's he's like you. Yeah, you guys are you two peas in a
1: pod. There, you are both free to play. All right. Uh, yeah, I I do. I'd say I'd say stick with G four. Like based on that, I I I don't know what general people think, but I feel like at least one of the guys in my alliance regretted going to fifty one when he was at fifty. Um, just based on what he was doing. So I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I would just say be weary.
7: Yeah, and be be ready. Just because just uh, on the basis that you. Ask that question, I would hang back. Just oh, hang somebody, back. somebody, in, uh, somebody in chat just said the exact same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, Raxnar yeah. Server Eight says, you know, I feel like maybe that went a little quickly. He says, I slightly regret the move to fifty-one. Um, and Raxnar, I would imagine that that is primarily because of just banking, like what we've been talking about, like camping a little bit, building up a stash, yeah. and and things like that, folks. I uh, like, am and- like cocaine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just, just The more, the better, okay? Yeah. Uh, guys, that's I want right. to say a very, very special thank you to our guest today, our VIP, our uh, Star-Lord of the game, right? You are the uh, the galaxy's uh, most famous player. Uh, Scott Corrin is here, level 59, soon to be 60, with just about all the ships. He is uh, the foremost uh, authority on uh, education, and uh, crewing, and ships, and insight, and research, and everything uh, in Star Trek Fleet Command. He is a fleet commander's household name. Scott Corrin, thank you so much uh, for the time that you have spent here today, and the education that you have imparted on us. We definitely got to do it again, man. We got to get you back.
1: Absolutely. Love, love you guys. You have a great audience, um, except for MEND, and uh, look forward yeah. to it.
0: <laughs> that was a stab right there pdp battle uh right after this uh thank you very much scott appreciate it very much also tiberius thank you and of course our panel today bubba rip and uh ready jesse i saw you hanging out down there karkin uh also with us uh with the questions thank you so very very much everybody uh we are going to go ahead and take this opportunity to dip on out bubba joe i believe that we should make ourselves a winner Right, we've got something to give away. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Stevens Aaron, I forgot about the five winners of the of the G. So five K subs, five K match for five K subs. We've got um five more winners. Oh, I tell yeah. you what, yeah, what? I forgot about that. We'll do that as soon as we get off the air. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the daycare i got to go pick up Oliver. So That's Stevens Aaron is going to draw oh, five yeah, more afraid. winners. You've got like three minutes left, guys. Go on over to our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Find our 5K Match video over on the YouTube. You've got less than five minutes warning to go and comment on that video, and you will be entered to win. Stevens Aaron is going to be drawing five names, and also one name right here and now. Contest and pick. It's going to be Rogue from Server 28. Congratulations to you, Rogue. Server 28. You shoot me a PM, get me your player ID, and we're going to hook you up with a prize out of the stash as well. Also, while you're on our website, please navigate on over to our new merchandise store. You guys find that we got great new merchandise for the holiday season. Get your Talking Trek hoodies and coasters and uh, the the new, what do they call them? The The cups. I can't remember what they're called. The the nice, really nice cups. Yeah, that's good one. All right, y'all, y'all check that out. tumblers. thank you. <laughs> thank you, Captain Kirk. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Tumblrs, uh, those are available also there. Make sure you do that. Also, while you're on our website, please do consider joining our patron program. I would like to thank a patron who was just our special guest here today, Ska. Thank you very much. Gregor, JC, Chucks, Grunt, Hank, I'm Beglin, Venkman, Big Country, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Ahab, Bookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, J DJ, Girl, Red 2, and Honey, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Cast, Engineering, Free, Philly, Doc 31, Morpheus, Hudson, Cam, Coulter, Z, Nut, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy, names Rock, Raxnar, striker, Jerry Ryan, V, Ready, Indy, Dandy, Quackfu, Kingo, 101, Callus, Commander Taylor, Mastech, darks Blue Mandalorian, The Professor. Uh, Chronic Breaks, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian Judge Crane, Galen Cobra Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y Man, Ripper goes 24 hours, Conair, Irish Jack, is Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, the Eager, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugus Subcommander, Doug, this fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Velvet, Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young DuCon, Borenzo, 7 of 9, Lube, A Fox, Bill's Mafia, E Rock, Midhead, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron chef Yusuke, nothing better, a fistful of Jedi Q-tip handy. Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, right turn, Clyde, Bake Llama, G-Force, I kill you. Uh, Devin, Raza, Hound, just playing. Gary, JT10, uh, Bammon, Bammon, Cavacore, Colgan, Baba, Incoat, Bayonetta, Viber, Beaver, and Sam. Thank you guys for contributing $5 or more to Talking Trek on a monthly basis. This turns your name gold and welcomes you to our gold patron program. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, minute. See you later. Bye-bye.